written in stars, spoke through the winds of war, sealed by fate and marked with blood, in this. Uh, so that's the truth. LimitBreakRadio.com And here we Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Nero, celebrating three years of Final Fantasy XI podcasting. And I'm Kahlo, back to kicking it in the back. I'm Tom, too, and I don't occasionally attack two to eight times. No cracking club for Tom, too. Tom, too, welcome back to the program, man. It's been a while be since... It's been a while since we've had you on. I love you, Tom, too, and you can't see it, but I just threw my panties at you. Now, uh, unfortunately, uh, both uh, Sale and Gamer unable to make it to the second part of the three-year anniversary show. We Bummer. miss you, Sale. Has Gamer ever made an anniversary show? Did he uh, make either one of them last well, year? No, uh, he, he made the very no. first one because he was the new host. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, actually, no, 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 no. The very first Wasn't one, we there. did COPs, and then we said goodbye to Arjitlam, and then Gamer was there. He's Didn't never, make, are he you has sure? never appeared on a anniversary special. WTF, Gamer. Dude, Gamer, come on, man. Come on. But, as promised on the last episode, we do have a brand new host. We want to welcome her Not to the cast. Vicky, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. <laughs> And, uh, of course, now we remember you from uh, episode 43, I in Jar, mm-hmm. and uh, you joined us as a guest host. Now, uh, who could have ever thought that you would have made your way up here to Norg? That's, I mean... I did. It was an accident. Yeah, it, it look, <laughs> look at how that ends up working out. So, Vicky, welcome uh, welcome to the show, and uh, and it's glad, uh, we're, uh, we're really glad to have you here. Thank you, I'm very excited. We awesome. are, we are actually, as much as I may not show it a little bit. 
Uh, but uh, but yeah, this is uh, a big change for us. And uh, and I, you know, sale hasn't appeared on the last couple of episodes. Now uh, I feel like this might need some explaining. Sale did recently uh, move on. He graduated and moved away from Norg, so he's spending a lot of time uh, uh, away from uh, away from us. He's doing well and wishes everyone well and wishes he could be here. He will be here when he can. Uh, so you will see him. You will hear him uh, at some point. But uh, I just I know that uh, that there's a lot going on with him at the moment, and so uh, you know not able to join us today. I don't know what gamers excuse. I, is. I would like to explain gamer. All right, go ahead. I, I, explain, right. Okay, go ahead. I mean, all right. So gamer, uh, he's a beast master, and he likes to frolic with the animals out in the wild <laughs> and whatnot. And, and sometimes, no, don't laugh because it's out in the woods and it's okay. hard to see the sun. So for him, it's hard to keep track of the day. So he just goes out there for like weeks at a time, just gets lost, rolls around the dirt and the mud, shows up at our place sometimes half naked, covered in leaves, and then we have to call the cops on him. Um, <laughs> we, we, and you know, we try to tell him when the shows are, but you know, when things like this happen, and, you know, he, he's not like you know me and a Nero were. You know, what can you these, do? Yeah, what, what can you what, do? What can you do? What can you do? So we, he, he shows up when he can, just like Sale does. So. You really pulled that one out of your ass box. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll. So, by the way, uh, we had a little thing going on uh, on the website to uh, see if people could guess who the new guest host was. And I want to give a shout-out to Silent Lucidity, who uh, guessed correctly who the new guest host is. And, uh, you know, we, we before the show... Uh, listeners won't hear this. Starbreakers will know about this. But before the show, we were talking about a lovely piece of art that Tom, too, has been working on. So, Silent Lucidity, guess what your prize is going to be? You're going to get a bumper sticker with that brand new image on it once it is finished from Tom, too. Oh, can I have one of those, too? No. Why? <laughs> because you fail. But you gave me one of the old bumper stickers for free. Yeah, because I had like 50 of them. Well, buy 50 of these ones. No. Please? <laughs> no. <Aww>. Why? <laughs> because... I'll, I bet you I'll get one. I will. If you if you get more than know. fifty bucks for extra life, I'll think about it. Ha! <laughs> I'm going to get fifty bucks. Yeah. All Wait, right. no. Oh damn! That'll be forty eight. Angelina <laughs> donates. So uh, so you know, <laughs> joining us today, uh, we also have two special guests here from the Asura server, and both from the brand new podcast Chocobo Nights. So you can find them at chocobo-nights.com. Want to welcome Icy Death. And Kreia. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. How's it going? Great to be here. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Absolutely. Now, uh, you guys have uh, obviously started up your own podcast. Uh, I want to say, what, what what was that? Episode 3 recently dropping? Yes. Excellent. Three. We had some big news with it, so anybody that wants to go check it out, check it out. What's your big news? <laughs> um, <laughs> we're actually coming out with a new style type of podcast, which is going to be live events for uh, basically low man and events uh with four to six people oh very cool very cool and uh of course low manning is something that we're going to be talking with you guys here on the show now i mean you know low manning uh that's something that you know was was kind of a novelty a couple of years ago in final fantasy 11 but almost these days with the server populations being the way that they are they might be the new way to have to get things accomplished so uh we're going to be taking a look at low manning here today on the show and uh so Kreia, icy death i want to thank you both for uh for joining us today and uh we're going to be uh, getting into that topic here in just a second few things I want to talk about first, though. Uh, uh, Extra Life. It's coming up October 17th. 
2009. Guess what? We're doing a live event. Have you not heard yet? It's going to be awesome. It's over at the Timbuktu Cafe in Auburn Hills, Michigan. If you're in Michigan and you'd like to join us, please stop by anytime. We're going to be there from 9 a.m. all the way till 9 a.m. the next day. But here's the thing, though. You're not going to be able to come. I mean, from 9 a.m. to like 9 p.m., you could come. You could play games all you want all day long. That's all good. All right. But after 9 p.m., there's this lock-in portion of the thing, and that is exclusive to people who have tickets. So how do you get tickets? Well, that's really easy. You just pop on over to eBay. You can search Limit Break Radio for our lock-in seats or... What you can do is you can take a look at any of our Extra Life posts on the website, and we have links to uh, to, to the seats there. Uh, seats have been going, uh, have been selling pretty well. We've got uh, we've got uh, uh, almost ten people uh, who are confirmed for the event. Now I gotta say, seating is very very limited. These live lock-in seats are very very limited, and with the crew, we're starting to almost push about twenty five people, and that's half capacity right there. So make sure you get your lock-in seats. And uh, if you haven't done so already, if you're coming in from out of town, make sure you make travel arrangements, hotels in the area. Uh, Auburn Hills, Michigan, that's the uh, name of the city. Timbuktu Cafe, you can check them out at timbuktu-cafe.com for uh, all of their rates and uh, and uh, a, a virtual tour of the of the store. And uh, you can check out everything that you can expect at this year's Extra Life 2009. You left out the second best part of the entire thing, though, Annie. It's something to do with you, I'm sure. If you donate to me for Extra Life, oh, there's a yeah, chance. No, no, guys, no, guys, no, it happened. But there's a chance that a million gill could show up in your delivery box. I'm just saying. I, just, just saying. I'm just Consider saying. It done. <laughs> oh man. And 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 if you donate to me, I will even write you into I, I will write you your own personal Honor Monk Steve's story if you donate to me. Really? Yeah. Yep. No, in fact won't. No, because because uh Twin Old already donated twenty four dollars, he's gonna get the first one. Oh yeah? Yep, that's right. Well there you go. So anyone donates to me, that's what they get, as well as the chance no. That a million gill no. show. It ha- you can't say no anymore because no. it happened. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> it happened gambling and white gays, so I may, may just do it. <laughs> it happened. Casino's uh, coming back in the game. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Brought back by Kahlo, by one yeah. man. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, well. Oh, actually, you know what? We actually, uh, you know how we used to get emails like that? Like, oh, I've been away from the game so long, I came back, and we haven't gotten some for a while. Yeah. Um, just the other day, uh... I don't know if you know him, but uh, Lecht, well, his full name I can't pronounce because it's too long, but apparently after a two-year hiatus, came back after hearing us talk about Obsidian on one of our last uh, no, no kidding. episodes. Yeah, so I huh. told him I'd give him a shout-out, so welcome back to the game. Awesome. Very cool. But, uh, you know, that's not all that's happening for Extra Life. We'll also have the 24-hour live broadcast from the Timbuktu Cafe that anyone can listen to. You can find that at LimitBreakRadio.com on October 17th. We'll have the live streaming player on the front page. Uh, We'll also be uh, uh, for participants, for members of uh, Team Limit Break Radio, Team Pet Food Alpha, Team Vonadeal Profiles, uh, anyone else who wants to get in on this, 
if you're a participant of Extra Life, you can join us on uh, our, on a big old Ventrilo server, and uh, we'll be hanging out and uh, playing games, talking to each other, all for 24 hours, all to benefit the Texas Children's Hospital, and all to fight pediatric cancer. So please get involved with Extra Life. Please, please, please. This is going to be a very fun event. Very great year. We're looking forward to uh, to everyone participating this year. And uh, it was such a blast last year. So uh, I, I am uh, fully confident that uh, that this year is going to be even better. Um, the marathon was actually plugged on Kotaku today. When I was reading it earlier, I saw a plug for uh, the whole Extra Life Marathon. Nice, nice. Yeah, so that's good. That, that should bring in a lot of uh, people, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and of course, you know, to to benefit such a, a great cause, you know, mm-hmm. got to get a lot of people involved here. So uh, tell your friends, tell your family, get uh, get your sponsors ready, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna you know bust it out here on October seventeenth, and uh, make sure you join us at Limit Break Radio, but also you know extralife.sarcasticgamer.com. Check out that website; they've got a lot of great stuff going on over there. Uh, at Sarcastic Gamers end of Extra Life too. That's another great thing to participate in i know that uh, they've got events there's a couple of events that are going on all around the uh the united states so uh and and even maybe possibly internationally i'm not sure but uh extralife.sarcasticgamer.com has all of that info so make sure you check that out uh also uh the last episode we uh we heard from uh Escalia and Zeru Meru and uh, and Zays and uh, they're going to be starting uh, Voices of Vana Deal now. Uh, regular forum members will uh, will notice that we've got a new section uh, in the forums called Voices of Vana Deal. Uh, they've got some uh, some stuff in there outlining the uh, the rules of how the show is going to work, and uh, they've even got a uh, a thread up for episode one, and uh, and so you you definitely want to go check it out and. Uh, and find out uh, all that you can expect with episode one of Voices of Vana Deal. Uh, so, uh, so Tantu, I know that uh, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of He Says She Says. Man, what do you guys? That's right. What do you? What do you guys got going on for that? Um. Well, for the Starbreakers. Um. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell later. But uh, we're gonna have a guest. We're gonna have a anniversary week where I'm gonna release a little. Uh, a bit of everything. Um, I'm not gonna say what it is, uh, but um, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. I, I got a lot of stuff um, ready for it. Excellent, excellent. So uh, you know, guys, definitely make sure to send in emails for the he says she says one year anniversary and uh, check them out at asktomandso.com. Mm-hmm. Good stuff there. So, not a whole lot going on in the world of uh, FFXI as far as new news is concerned. We did just see a small announcement the other day that uh, we can expect the uh, the uh, what is it, the Blazing Buffalo event? Uh, yay, I guess. You know, hol- holiday event. Woo! Not exactly. You know, the news that you know you've been wanting to hear after a, a large news drought like that. But uh, hey, it's something. So I really like having a screen shake when I'm leveling up low level jobs. It's yeah, the best thing in the world. Exactly. Exactly. You're wondering what aggroed you. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Blazing Buffaloes is coming back. I guess if you like that event, be excited. Uh, last year, I don't know. Last year was was pretty frustrating. I could never get the buffaloes to do. I've never what done I, it. What I what I wanted them to do. I'm telling you, Summerfest or whatever the heck it was, like 2002. 
only holiday event I ever did when when they made you level one perma sneak invisible one. running through like crawlers. No, yeah. After that, that was the last holiday holiday event I ever did. I know friends that abuse that for mining. They go invisible and they go in Ifrit's cauldron, run around and mine, and then when they die, they just go back because their friend would still be there, so they get instant like transportation nice. back. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, Blazing Buffaloes, that's coming soon. Also, uh, we've seen the announcement of the Final Fantasy XI Silver Dog Tag, and this... I want one. I, I you know, so cool. it's cool, it's so but the expensive. price point, man. All right. Oh, $106. I mean, I, <laughs> granted, it's silver, okay? that And that's cool. I dig that, but... Really, one hundred and six dollars. The in-game item better be kick-ass. I don't know. If, I don't, for that one. same price, for that same price, you can find like another website who can etch like laser etch dog tags for your entire link shell. Yeah, for real. <laughs> there's no. There's no LBR dog tags. Exactly. Yeah, we could we could get the the LBR logo on a dog tag. That would be cool. But. $106. That's the price point. I mean, uh, and it looks like it's not going to come with an in-game Aww. item. See, that would have been the make or break for me. Yeah. If the in-game item would have been sweet, I would have considered, you know, dropping Maybe. 106 bucks. I mean, you know, some you know, Mog Satchel, that was it, that was a no-brainer. 10 bucks Mog Satchel? I don't even care that I have to press the button every time I want to log in. <laughs> for 106 bucks, though, I better be able to teleport wherever I want, whenever I want. <laughs> right, exactly. It better be an ability that makes me Gill. <laughs> so uh, no, uh, quibble in the axe bo- box. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's be uh, one of those shows, guys. <laughs> silver, <laughs> silver dog tag, one hundred and six bucks. I guess get it if you want. But uh, there is some other cool, really cool stuff. Um, there is the uh, the chirping chocobo check. Uh, now this is only fifteen dollars. Much more reasonable yeah. price point. Um, very annoying toy. I don't know if you've ever yeah, had those. Uh, yeah, I have. And if people buy this, you, you, I can almost guarantee it's going to be more for the in-game item. It than. better. It better be yeah. the the sound that's attached to it. Better be the in-game chocobo work or the baby work. Yeah, definitely. If it's just the cheap, 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 that's gonna. Uh, yeah, that's gonna get. Uh, get I hope that the in-game annoying. item has more than like you know maybe some type of special effect or you know gives a really good aura that you know is really hard to find. Like you know the gill finder, I think is a good aura or something well it says i mean uh uh you know it's it is a furnishing it does come with the stuffed chocobo and it's got storage uh storage four on it but yeah i don't know uh i don't know if it actually does anything It'll i want to chirp until you pull out your <laughs> brain <laughs> Fail. but uh at least at least fusion x can shut up now Ah, and that no i was thinking that no too. that my friends is priceless <laughs> high five high five yeah. Love you, Fusion. <laughs> High five, Mickey. Yeah, no. Oh, 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 leave me hanging. Come on. Y- yep. Oh. yep sure did. All right, but uh, international high five, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> right there with you. Uh, but uh, but the last thing that uh, that we're going to be seeing are now, the Final Fantasy XI Taru Taru Trading Arts Minis. And yes. uh, there's a set of four for twenty four ninety nine. Again, there's a, a nice, reasonable price point. And uh, for those that uh, that enjoy figurine collecting, uh, you've got uh, let's see, uh, uh, looks like uh, Robel, Akbel, uh, also uh, Shantoto, and I don't know who the other two are. Star Sybil and Ajito Marujido. Fair enough. Shows you how no, how much I care about Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll definitely be. Shantoto is up. actually pretty awesome in Dissidia. Yeah, the, so I understand. She's funny. If I had a PSP, I could uh, I could definitely relate, but I don't, so I won't, and we'll move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 
so, uh, so yeah, uh, guys, icy death, Kreia, you guys, uh, like I said, have started the uh, the Chocobo Nights podcast available over at chocobo-nights.com. So uh, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about how you guys got the show started and uh, and where you're going to be looking to take the show now in the future with this uh, big announcement that you made on the last episode. Well, I actually been wanting to do a podcast pretty much since the first episode you guys been uh that you put out and stuff so um but you guys did such a great job and so did pet food alpha i didn't know what direction to go and then uh, i met Kreya in game and we started low man and stuff we're like you know what let's just go ahead and put out a general podcast for now and then once we get used to it we'll go ahead and go move towards the low man uh you know live events with video and everything like that so Excellent. So you're you you are looking at incorporating a a, a video end in on this. Uh, yes, that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Um, definitely something that's not been done by uh, by any other Final Fantasy XI podcast. Um, yeah. So are you guys looking to 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 work through step by step like the exact process of of low manning an event? Is that is that what you're looking at doing? Um. Yeah. For the most part, I mean, we're gonna. At first, it's gonna be more of a uh, like a general strategy for the lower sky NMs. That's what we're gonna start out start out with, like uh, you know, Yuli and uh, Despot and Faust and you know NMs like that. So, and then we're gonna walk them through. You know, we're gonna break down the videos at first. It's not gonna be a live stream at first. We're gonna break it down, see what the you know if the public likes it uh, like that, or if they would rather have a live stream. Right on. Very cool. Um, now, uh, now, you know, on episode two, you guys had uh, Fusion X as a host from uh, guest host as, uh, from uh, Pet Food Alpha, but uh, you guys also have uh, another uh, another third host too, uh, Mardok. How did you guys uh, end up uh, uh, hooking up with him? We actually met into a uh, Sky Link shell, and uh, that was when I was running this big Link shell, and me and the other leader had a problem, so. I left them and said, you know what, I'm not going to do the the big link shells anymore. I said it just takes way too much time, and then I uh, ended up getting Kray and Mardok and a few other people, and uh, that's what, that's how all this got started, really. Well, excellent, and uh, and uh, we'll definitely be uh, be watching uh, you guys very closely because uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that uh, seeing that uh, video end of things, and uh, I think that that's that's just a very very fascinating idea. So uh, it seems only natural to uh, to talk to you two guys about low manning, and that's uh, that's the subject of discussion here today. So oh, we don't know anything about low manning. No, no. Yeah, oh, jeez. No, I think we're I screwed, do. guys. <laughs> I, can make, I can make stuff up. <laughs> we know you're very good at that one. <laughs> Some of it would be true. I low manned Sarah Maya once. Wow. Unsuccessfully. We got her down to like 3 4% five times. I lost 32,000 XP that night. <laughs> Oh just, no, just me. Nobody else died. <laughs> my, my job was when, uh, well, I mean, they died a little bit, but my job was when everyone wiped, I would just keep on kiting it around and dying and then getting re-raised by the bard and dying and dying until everybody was ready to go again. You look pretty proud of that. I was. If it wasn't for me, we would have only got one attempt. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice if we'd have killed it, but we didn't. So now, now definitely... 
low manning is kind of an art form because it, it requires a level of coordination, a level of skill, and a level of attentiveness that, you know, sometimes you don't need in larger groups. I mean, granted, sometimes you do, but, uh, but, but, you know, guys, why don't you, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the, uh, the idea or the concept behind low manning? What, what, sh- what are the basics that everyone should know about low manning? Well, the main thing is it takes a lot of planning. I mean, even the smaller NMs, you have to plan out, okay, he only has this job and this job, so you know, I'm going to have to go this job. So, I mean, the planning takes a lot of process. And you know, usually when you go after NMs, each NM is going to take different types of jobs to take down. So it's, it's nice to have, you know, if you're having a low man group, it's nice to have people that you know, have multiple jobs at 75. Right on. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, that is definitely a good idea, especially if uh, if you're doing something like staticking. Um, but uh, but it, it, it's it, low manning seems something that you need you need very purposeful roles to be fulfilled. Not necessarily specific jobs, but very specific roles to be mm-hmm. filled. Um, so, uh, are there? I mean, is there is there any anything that the, or any job that that wouldn't be as useful in, say, a low manning situation as another? I mean, obviously, in any situation, you're going to want to prefer some jobs. But are there just some jobs that, you know, do do not apply to low manning? Honestly, I really don't think there is. Because, you know, if, if you go in with a planned strategy with whatever jobs that you have, your success rate's going to go up. Granted, you may fail a few times, you know, trying to work out the kinks of your strategy. But, I mean, I really, if I, when I look at the jobs, I really don't see a job that would hinder a low man group. You know what I mean? I think, uh, uh, you know, in, in my uh, uh, very few experience that I had with low manning, it, you, you, when you look at the concept of low man, you can't really say, okay, this job isn't going to work in low manning because when you come down to the specific mob you're fighting like you know icy death said every mob is different so the real question would be you know which mobs are going to require which jobs right it, you it know? seems it seems like a, a a more balance of jobs in context with one another than necessarily we need this job this job this job and this job it's well you know if we have this this is you know there here are some strengths here are some weaknesses well, you know how can we kind of balance that out you have to you have to look at jobs as a role more than right. what job they are like so you you know well we're going to need a healer well we only have a blue mage well a blue mage can heal yeah. you know what i mean just you know sub white mage get all the mp gear you can and you know do the best that you can so i mean it's just the way you have to look at the rules that each job that can play and hopefully that person can you know take advantage of that so uh now what now uh, exactly when we say low manning what exactly do you, what what qualifies as low manning an event? About four to maybe a party and a half, so nine, you know, yeah. depending on who all you can get together. Right on. Once you hit once you hit two parties, it's kind of like ah, twelve is a that's a little more than what you'd consider low man. But I mean, sometimes you need it. It's not like low manning you know, like Suzaku. I mean, you you want that twelve people. It's not a full alliance. It's low. You know. It's, uh, shorter amount than that but it's not quite what you'd consider low manning in terms of despot and uli and stuff like that sure yeah sure i, th- I think a lot of uh, uh and in the general populace when people think of you know low manning things i don't think that, that their first thought immediately jumps to things like you know sky gods kieran znms you know, i think people think of 
low man events, things like, you know, salvage, salvage assaults, things that you do it with all the time. But we're actually talking about doing things that normally take a high attendance right. rate, you know, right. Yeah. Gods, Kieran, the ZNMs, you know, things in C, things like, you know, like when you hear of people, you know, six manning, you know, Jormy, which, you know, nowadays is laughable, but back when it first happened, right. you know, yeah. it was like, yeah. holy crap. Right, you know, yeah. and there, are pe- there are people out there doing that, taking things that you know you normally wouldn't be able to get done and doing them. Right now, guys, uh, how uh, do you think that you know with the release of uh, jobs like like you know dancer and scholar and the moves that that Square Enix have made in uh, you know expansions like Wings of the Goddess, do you think that they're trying to encourage more low man play? Like, do you th- do you think that that's something that um, uh, has has seen uh, seen a significant growth from Square Enix's end uh, in the last couple of years. Definitely. At the very at the very least, they've at least opened it up, even if it wasn't intentional. Like like for me, they they released Scholar, and I don't want to solo Black Mage at seventy five. I hate White Mage, but Scholar sounded like fun. I mean, it's really active. You have a lot of stuff to do, so I leveled Scholar, and I can replace a Black Mage spot in a low man group because of that. Right. Right. Absolutely. And you know, I think I think Square Enix, you know, did a great job of releasing you know jobs like Scholar and Dancer because they have such a wide range of things that they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it just opens up you know so many possibilities for a low man or even solo. And Dancer can solo a lot of things, big NMs and stuff like that. So yeah. Now uh, there, are, uh, you know, like like Hollow said, there are a lot of events that are designed for small parties uh salvage you know when it first came out i we were throwing full alliances at it and now it's been you know kind of scaled back and we realize that you know between seven and you know no more than than nine people uh for salvage is is pretty much the ideal number um so you know that's that's pretty much standard as it goes uh uh assaults are capped at six people um, you know there are there are a lot of older events that have uh, you know that have caps as to how many you know BCNMs uh, uh, you know um, uh, other uh, other you know burning circle type notorious monster fights those you know capped somewhere between six you know or or uh, a full alliance now um, again going back to the concept of low manning we're talking about. Events that should take either between twelve or a f- twelve people to a full alliance, and scaling that back down to you know between six and nine people. Uh, so, what specifically are some events that you guys have personally had some success with low manning? Uh, yeah, Limbus is a big one. We <laughs> usually go in with three to six people at the most. Now, uh, you're talking Limbus as a full event or just Limbus as, you know, doing coin or AF plus one farming? We uh, we get the pop sets for Omega and stuff, and then we take down Omega with six people, usually. Wow, that's pretty yeah. impressive. Six people for Omega. I mean, I, what's, I, Kahlo, with Versus, what was the lowest amount that, uh, that we've ever taken out Omega with? I mean, um, that I've been with, I think that uh, I've seen... 12 to 13 yeah so i mean six people that's that's pretty impressive um and it, i mean how do you guys handle gun pods it was oh, six people usually oh yeah well that's true that's true that's so. true that is that's a good point yeah my job I got yeah i mean it, 
if we don't have a black mage, actually, we'll we'll send the samurai after the uh, the gun pods as well. Ah, okay. Now, I, I, I think that a lot of people's kind of like natural reaction here is that, well, uh, you know, to, to do something like low manning effectively, you've got to be super geared out. You've got to be playing for, you know, years and years and years, and you've got to have great gear. Your paladin's got to be, you know, have his Aegis shield and everything like that. What, what would you say to that? Well, you know, can, can you effectively low man with, you know, not, not necessarily spectacular gear, but, you know, Kind of just, you know, middle of the road, regular tank gear, regular DD gear, regular mage gear. What do you guys think about that? Um, I mean, having really nice gear obviously helps, um, mm-hmm. but it is definitely doable with just normal quality gear. I just, would be, just, I would be very satisfied to get Nagus for my paladin just to do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, uh, but I mean, we're not geared out. I mean, we're not. I mean, I have a mats cap, and that's probably my best piece of gear yeah. you know, that I have. But other than that, I, I'm not geared out at all. I just know how to play my job. Mm-hmm. I think I that uh, also you have to look at you know certain situations too. Like you yeah. know, uh, I can't really speak on again. The only one that I can really speak on from experience is Saramea. But you can't just walk into that fight with any gear. Then again, you don't need spectacular gear either. You just need very specific gear. You know, the reason that right. I couldn't participate in doing damage is because I didn't have a fire resist set. Oh, okay. Now, yeah, yeah, finding yeah. fire resist gear, you know, that isn't going to take, you know, salvage stuff, you know, but you may have to drop a couple coins on it, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you, you pretty much have to have multiple sets of gear for your jobs just for the simple fact, like like you said, you may need a fire set or, a, you know, a high evasion build for your ninja, especially for like Omega. So, yeah, yeah. Um, now, uh, you know, I had asked if there were any jobs that you would that you would, you know, recommend to never have in a low man. But what are what are some key jobs that that you should really strive to, to not maybe necessarily always have, but that are really key or critical uh, in a low man group? Black mage, black mage is probably make the biggest difference between whether you're going to win or lose. But mm-hmm. red mage can fill that spot usually, and red mage can act as a cure as well. So that means you can even take a, a, a smaller group of people to take down an M if you have a red mage. So I would probably say red mage is probably the most key job to have. Yeah, and and speaking of you know how red mage works in this case, you know you said they can replace a black mage, but can also heal. I think that's another big thing when you're looking for jobs is versatility. You know, samurais, you know, since dancers, you know, came into the mix, uh, are really good at, at, you know, off tanking or helping tank, things like that. Blue mages, you know, too, can cure themselves. So you're definitely looking for jobs that can perform multiple roles at the same time. And and when you look at jobs like blue mage, you know, most endgame shells don't want a blue mage. So like this this is more geared for those jobs like a puppet master. Most end game shells don't want a puppet master, right, but yeah, they're yeah. really useful. Especially you know, you can set it as a black mage pup or you can set it as a white mage pup. So I mean that's just I, I mean, basically having a puppet master that's that's you know, two people in a low man group for the price of one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see how that would be uh that would be a huge help. Um so what are the, I mean what are the benefits of of you know low manning? It, it seems, you know, the obvious one is less people, less gear distribution, more gear for anyone who, in, in attendance. Less drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that was our biggest thing. We wanted to do this just to get out of the end game huge link shell drama. Yeah, I mean, that for was real. The worst. Mm-hmm. And but Overall, I think I think it's best um, because you get a sense of accomplished when accomplishment when you defeat a big NM 
uh, with only four people. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's it's more fun. Yeah. So you you grow your abilities. Like you have this group of friends. Like we have six or seven people on our link show that come on and off at different times and you know normally we take five people up there and you but you're always with these you know these same people and you're growing your skills together and so eventually you're just you're able to do whatever you want with anyone just because of the the same people that you went and did these hard fights with just by low manning yeah, yeah i mean it makes a big difference when you can trust the guy next to you during a fight definitely and uh i i when you talk about what are the benefits of this i think that the all the stuff that, that most people, you know, who never want to get into Endgame, you know, the people who are always, you know, yelling and complaining about, oh, the elitist Endgame scene. Yeah. I think the biggest benefit is that by low manning, you're not getting into that scene. You know, all those things that people say is wrong with Endgame, you're not going to find in low manning. You know, there's not going to be any drama because right. if, if you're low manning, you know, with, like you guys said, six to seven people, you know all these people, you know, so you're not going to necessarily have to put up with, you know, douchebags you've never met before who thinks that, you know, they're the bee's knees because they have, you know, full relic and a relic you know blah blah blah, whatever again gear distribution is really easy you don't have to worry about giving up your life to be part of a link shell because it's going to be a lot easier to uh to schedule with people like this or it's not going to take you know gathering time six o'clock then by 7 30 when you got your 40 people in your link shell (laughs) gathered you're ready to go now yeah right it's way less time consuming um when i was in the big big link shell we were spending three four hours every time we went up the sky and this we go up there for two hours we get what we need and we get out that's very impressive. Now, just to review here, all right, so for the people that say, oh, you know, you can never do Endgame because you got to be a part of an LS, and that's a whole big process. All right, let's review here, okay? Between anywhere from four to, like, nine people to do an event, you don't need the best gear in the game. You don't need to be part of an LS, and all you need is just a few people that you can coordinate with. All it takes... To do this is time, coordination, and effort. That's all. Skill. And skill. You well, can't be a noob like they do. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Yeah. You, have and you, have to, you have to have a light heart because you are going to fail. I mean, it <laughs> happened to us when we first started. We failed a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, you, know, you take your licks and you just keep going back at it and you'll figure out a way. You know, it's like, you know, it's like someone who, who plays, uh, you know, uh, uh, a competitive first person shooter game for the very first time. I've been playing. I'll admit it. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty for for whatever reason. I mean, it's it was, not very good. Dude, it was released like <laughs> what, like two, three years ago. I'm just now getting into it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So here I am, like, you know, a really low rank and and my kill death ratio is just ridiculous. Like. <laughs> You know. Worse than his accuracy. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. So, you know, with the same kind of tenacity that you that you go at something like that, and, and you know, it's everything is a learning process. Really, it is. Um, and, and you know, it, it's part of it is learning to communicate with the other people that, uh, that you're trying to low man with or coordinate with. And the other part of it is just, time, you know, you, you get time to, to, you know, get used to one another. I mean, a perfect example. Our Nizul static. Our Nizul static, we did really well. We had really good coordination. We all kind of knew each other from the start, and we knew each other's play style, so we were able to just kick the crap out of that event, and unfortunately, it never wanted to drop yeah. it for us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking back on it, you know, uh, since I was the one who kind of put it together and planned it because Anira was too lazy and wanted his ass car body, <laughs> the only thing that really boggles my mind is that I brought Frice into it, you know, on Warrior to be our tank. But really, I ended up tanking most of the time, anyhow. 
But hey, my TH was fine, Bryce. <laughs> GTFO. <laughs> got 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 him his uh got you your ass car body, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine. that's right. And and Fryce's? I got Fry Man, Fryce took everything. And Viceroy's? <laughs> and Viceroy's. I, I did end up getting seen hers, didn't I? I, I don't know. I, I think she had. Maybe. Does uh, she have it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so, for her sake. You at least got her the feet. That's what That's was true. important. Yes, I did. She could stop using the, what was it? Was that the, was that the RSE feet? No, no, feet, no, that, because uh, she's Elvin. She was wearing, she was wearing something. Was it, or was it the well, Bugbear well, Matman feet? Yeah, I think it was, uh, she has N feet, by the way, Vicky. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basic, no, 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 no. She was wearing the crimson feet. That's right, that's she, right. She, that's she right. needed TP feet is what she needed. <laughs> uh, just uh, let me clarify this just so everyone knows. She uh, did get ass car body, of course. Right. Uh, Vicky has a Dragoon, and uh, she's been playing for a long time. She's in Apathy, guys. Just so you know, remember, she's in Apathy. Yeah. She has all kinds of Aces Helm, Ares gear. I mean, oh, all, she's so... Like, holy crap. She puts both of us... Well, I guess not me because I have Skies now. But before, <laughs> before she put like me and Annie, Annie to shame. Like if she's, you combined you re- us, you realize that she's leveled like jo- like if we okay. put both uh, all of our all of our experience levels together, she has like twice as much as yeah, yeah yeah. But but she doesn't have end feet. <laughs> She, she she doesn't have feet that drop from two sky gods. Okay, so so why don't why don't we use this to launch into the next question? Kreia, icy death. How do you low man Suzaku? Pay pay attention, Victor. <laughs> very, very carefully. Actually, I'm really interested in this. Uh, that's, the, that's the truth. I, I would I would imagine I would imagine that uh, unless you had at least two red mages and maybe another form of stun, that uh, a ranger would be would definitely be required for lowmaning. Yes, Susie. Um, yeah. Remember, remember now. That one time in Sky, yes, when I we do. All wiped, I do. And I do. I, I tanked, tanked it with Rifu Brade, like, uh, sodding me so that I could keep hate. And then we had black mages, you know, with dots and stuns. And then a red mage was on healing, and yeah, so definitely, it's definitely um, doable. A good way to like six man or even you know nine man uh, that NM is to have Nin slash Darks. They are excellent. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you have two of those and DDs with. Uh, slash thief to put hate on them and then a red mage slash dark you should be able to take them down no problem well there you go well the worst thing for me actually is finding people that will kill faust with me because nobody wants to ever Uh, i hear that red mages can solo faust aren't you a red mage (laughs) no solo him he's easy He's easy, trust me. I'm scared to. Take a white mage because you're not sure how to do it. Get the white mage to go with you. He's always up, so yeah. you'll take him eventually. He is always up, at least now these days. This is, yeah. the, this is the funny thing, guys. She has had how many months? To, uh, you knew this was coming. <laughs> you knew this was coming. You had so many months to get those feet. He, he probably makes fun of me every day. Every day, <laughs> every day since May. Every single day. That's n- not a lie. About end feet. Yes. Specifically. This is why you should donate to Vicky and not to Kahlo. <laughs> Donating yes. isn't going to get her end feet. <laughs> I think I think that should be that should be the extra life goal for you, Vicky. Is that you should get your end feet during the course of extra life. Apathy, if you are seriously apathy, if you're listening, do you have any idea how embarrassing it is <laughs> to have a dragoon as geared as she is and not have end feet? Really, guys, come on! Someone in that link shell get her those things. Oh, well, I mean, really? Well, maybe the new expansion will will get you some some special feet. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. 
Uh, I want the end game. I, I, you know, like uh, Walk of Echoes. I want to see that come out from Wings of the Goddess, dude. I'm, I'm getting really impatient here. <laughs> I really am. You guys finished the uh, missions yet? No, I haven't. I, I need it. I think, I I think we're getting too. close. Do you? Like, yeah. next update, we're going to get the new nation missions, and then we're going to get the, the big bang. The, the nation missions are finished, dude. Too, no, they're no, they're done. Not. They're, they're not. not. They're not. I, th- I thought that, not, not this last update, but the update before that, it said that, you know, the, this is like the conclusion of the, mm. of the nation the nation. Oh, the nation really? mission. I, yeah. I, that might be. That might be well because the wings of the goddess storyline kind of continues a little right, bit after that. Yeah, the, for, the nation mi- missions finished, but obviously wings of the goddess. So the si- you're talking about the side nation, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. where, where you only like you didn't have to do. All so three basically, of them. so basically, what you're saying is that the storylines from all three of those have finally merged to a point where we're just continuing down wings of the goddess missions. I would assume so. I yeah. haven't finished. Them, I did but Sandoria's, I, I, I mean, I guess it could have ended there, but it didn't feel like much of a. I don't feel like there's point. a lot of closure to that just yet. I, I finished Sandy, and I'm getting to Bestock right now, but uh, I don't feel it's all rounded up just yet. I think there's more coming. But so you're wrong. Not- you're wrong. That's what you're... That's what it, you're f***ing wrong. But Vicky doesn't have envy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's gonna be like my new cop-out. I'm just gonna shift the blame. Classic mis- misdirection. But yes, well, we can we can get some Wings of the Goddess missions done, for sure. Um, but, uh, but okay, back to, back to low manning. We kind of <laughs> tangent, did a, did a tangent here. You can low man some of the, uh, wings of the goddess stuff. Oh yeah. Very, yeah. I, again, again, going back to a lot of the, the content that was released, uh, with wings of the goddess. I think a lot of that content is designed to be low man. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, you know, everything from, uh, SCNMs, that's def- that's low man. That's the, I can Dude, that's easy, uh, you know, mm-hmm. to, 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 well, maybe not all of the NMs, but some of them are, yeah. are at least, you know, nine people could, could take those out. Th- that's usually how many we do it with Versus. We just yeah, did it the yeah. other day. Oh, did you? Freaking, I don't know if you've ever done the Badeau NMs in, in the past, yeah, I but, but there's well, one no, no, no. observant something, the imp. If, if yeah. you nuke it, like with elemental nukes, it will nuke you back with ancient magic, right? Oh, that's cool. I was Black Mage. No one told me this. I, <laughs> I, was, I was about to start. Like, I was waiting for them to get hate. And then uh, White Mage Rock was like, yeah, don't worry. I know. Don't nuke. Don't nuke. So I'm like, popping I'm like, are we not supposed to nuke it? And like, no, it'll nuke you back. I'm like, well, are the elemental dots still okay? And Omar was like, yeah, those are fine. So, you know, I put dots on. Nothing happened. No big deal. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just do that then, I guess. They wore off. They come back. I put up uh, uh, the first one, uh, Drowned, and by the time I start hitting uh, Rasp, I'm already, you know, I, I saw, like, something hit, but I wasn't really paying attention. Like, what? And then Quake gets casted on me, <laughs> and and I was already halfway. Nobody stunned that? I, what the hell? It, fast cast or something. Oh. It, it happened, like, in rapid succession. And by the time I was finished with uh, with um, whatever the, the, the fire one is or whatever, the uh, uh, burn, no yeah, right. burn, yeah. I, I was hitting burn, and I was halfway through that. And I noticed it was getting nuked, so I tried to run to stop it, but I cast, and then I got killed, and I died. And then Ring Three was like, I knew she was wrong about that, but I wanted to see how things unfolded. <laughs> <laughs> and White Mage Rock is like, What killed Kahlo? And then me and Omar at the same time were like, He did. <laughs> I think I like him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah again um, you know maybe not uh, maybe not the the BCNM end of the the sealed container notorious monsters. I don't. I haven't even I haven't heard you've done a few of the Fey weapons fights, haven't you, Carlo? Yeah, I've done the one. Uh, well, how did that go? How many people did you have for that? Uh, that that's a max of six. That's a max of six. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so again another event that's made for low manning. But mm-hmm. uh, but again, okay, going back to uh, to to some of the other benefits from low manning i mean you know obviously uh you know you 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 get to know uh the people that you're playing with you get to know their play style it becomes very effective you work very well it's a lot easier to schedule things yeah that too that too was their distribution is awesome was there other benefits that you guys uh that you guys wanted to mention about low manning that you know may not uh, immediately pop into mind for a lot of players i think it makes uh it makes it a lot more fun First off, you're you're out there, you're on the edge, you know, one mess up and things could go, you know, catastrophically wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. But um but also just the fact that when you're with those few friends, you just it's not all, you know, mili- you know, like the military, all right, you gotta do this, you got you gotta do this and the leader just shouting out instructions. I mean you're you're doing what you need to do, but you're so used to it with these people that it's you know, second nature, you're just having fun doing what you guys are doing. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a one hundred percent completely different atmosphere to mm-hmm. bigger link shells, even though you're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And another big thing is, is you make a lot more gill in a <laughs> than you do, you know, in a big link shell and stuff. Yeah, I so. believe it. Vicky's like, like, unless you're farming Pandemonium Warden. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You were thinking it. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but all right, well, what are some, what are some like potential problems that you might end up running into, uh, with low manning? Because obviously not everything can be low manned. I mean, there's a lot that can be, but not everything can be. What are some problems that you're going to run into? Kahlo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, as of right now, we haven't really ran into any problems uh, in Skywise. You know, in C, we've had a few problems with some of those. Actually, I was in a, a different low man group without Kray or Mardok, so they wouldn't really know much about C. But, um, you know, we would try to do uh, some IX uh, NMs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like Monk and stuff like that. Well, it just didn't happen you know we we kept dying kept dying kept dying we just didn't have the right job set up well when but, it can re-raise that many freaking times it's not right. well, more than that though it's also the ads that pop yeah, along with it and you the, the wine abs the and stuff like that yeah you obviously don't know your x's because x monks doesn't pop with wine abs it pops with the little globy things yeah whatever <laughs> and, uh, no i don't i don't i have not spent that much time down in c there's not much I really uh, actually you do spend time down there you just lost half the time <laughs> that's true <laughs> but like in, in sky i mean me pretty much map. everyone has a good idea about the nms and you can create a strategy for pretty much any nm in sky except for i mean i've seen a group uh take down kieran with eight people oh yeah i yeah. soloed him yeah, yeah so right, i mean right, we right. haven't yet got to kieran uh hopefully we'll save that for a live event and well, uh take it down with six people or so what was but, versus burning kieran with how many people was that we had more than 18 oh, okay all right fair enough Sorry, yeah, go, burn, go, go burn on. Burn is the way to go. <laughs> but there's like, there, there are some events that you just can't do. Like, I mean, I haven't done Iron Herjar, but I've heard that it takes, you know, at least a few parties of people. Oh yeah, that's. I don't think that that's something that you could that you could low man except for you know maybe farming theory and Icor. 
Oh. Or maybe the first the first wing. But once you start getting into those two wave ones, the, I think you're going to have a lot of problems. This 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 isn't necessarily low man in in the capacity we've been talking about it. But uh, well, first of all, the what's the maximum you can have in Odin is 34? 30, 32? 36. 32 it's two alliances. Is it 36? Yeah. Same as dynamics. Right, um, I think that. Uh, Obsidian's record so far, uh, you know, I've been gone for the past couple months, but um, I think that they had like 20 some and they ended up timing out at like 1%. Wow. And that was oh. with like 23, 24 people. So, I mean, it can be done with less than the recommend, but I mean, you're not going to go in there with nine people and no. walk out. No, especially no. with the Valkyries, no way. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. No, I mean, you know, like I said, you can probably get away with that in the first wing and maybe farming some theory and Icor, but uh, but for low manning Ein uh, Harrier, I, I, I think that. Uh, that that might be a bust. Um, definitely, what I've the biggest problem that I've seen with low man events, uh, most specifically salvage, is if one person doesn't show up, that could potentially cripple the entire night. You know, absolutely. Uh, you know, if if you're missing, you know, that one person who's you know like your dedicated healer or or who is you know your your top priority healer, yeah. if they're not there tonight and you have no way to to fill that slot with anybody, then that you know, I mean, there's been so many times it's been like you know, we're gonna have salvage and. And couldn't show up, so we just scrapped the whole thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. Damn you! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Keep his names out. Frice, uh, Frice here in our uh, Starbreaker chat said that uh, BBQ on uh, Odin, uh, uh, nineteen people on, uh, you know, w- with the victory. That's pretty impressive. Who was the poor sop who was in a uh, party all by himself? <laughs> Fries. Because <laughs> he smells. It's true. No, he does. <laughs> we met him. We met, nice. him. we met him. <laughs> oh, jeez. He's going to kill you in October. High five, man. That was a good team effort. Uh, it's been a few. It's been a few. Oh. Team teamwork <laughs> it's okay it's okay you'll hear it in the uh, in the raw oh geez all right well uh uh how about uh, i mean other potential problems with uh with low manning i mean you know yeah like you said one person doesn't show up it may end up uh it may end up screwing the whole thing up well kind of kind of you know this kind of throws back to benefits but there aren't you know i mean we kind of you know talked about the problems one person not showing up you can't really do it, or you know they said, or, you know, Icy Death said that uh, depending on what you're going up against, if you don't have the right combinations or if you don't have a solid strategy down, it's a lot harder to overcome. You know, you can't just obviously throw more people at it because that would defeat right. the purpose. Right. So, uh, and that kind of goes back to the benefits that there aren't a whole lot of problems. You know. Yeah. But, but what I mean, what are some things that you just straight up can't do as a low man party? I mean, because there's there there is stuff. Obviously, Ein Harrier. Yeah. Pandemonium yeah. Warden. AV yep. can't even yeah. kill AV with fifty people. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the way that I, you know, anything that has any type of, uh, you know, timer really would yeah. be something, you know, depending on what it is. Like if it has some type that. of rage timer or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. And then another thing is, is you don't want to fall into a groove as a low man group. Like you don't want to make one person come the same job every time. You know, mix it up, keep things fun. That's that's the whole point of a low man is keep things fun, get things done. Yeah, yep. definitely. Adversatility, I think, is the name of the game when you're talking about low manning. You know, uh, someone who has a large spread of jobs is going to be a lot more valuable as a whole to the group than somebody who, like me, would only have one seventy-five. I don't to know. Well, I think it depends because, like you, when you're one seventy-five, yeah, you're not going to be. Yeah. But but you always need a thief. You know, you don't want to spend like you know two weeks. Nah. Five- Shut the. F- 
Oh, no. You don't want to spend, listen to me, you don't want to spend like two weeks, you know, honing your strats and, you know, tweaking your skills, finally so down that NM, finally down that NM, and then end up with a couple fire crystals. That's not what you want. <laughs> At least this way, you'll either get the drops or you'll have someone to blame. Or if, if Hollow comes along, you won't even get the fire crystals. So many times when I do an event and Arwen and Ravencroft, they always ask me, what job do you want me to come as? And I'm like, there's so many to pick from. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so far, you know, we've talked a lot about the concept, the overall idea, the theory, you know, all the, the, the things behind Loman. The academia. There you go. The book work. <laughs> exactly. So, so now why don't we take a look a little bit more specifically at certain events and you know what you need to accomplish them or let's say you know you're even looking at trying to start your low man stuff we're going to look at a couple events so you maybe have a better idea or you have a better grasp on what you're going to be looking at we're going to start of course with the basics where vicky should have got her nv years ago we're going to start with scott <laughs> all right now now we we, we kind of touched on suzaku you know earlier and whatnot yes, so yeah. so why don't we start with the lowest of the low let's let's start with genbu you know <laughs> i mean back in the day Wall, yeah, back in the day he was probably one of the first ones to ever be low man so you know he's a nice yeah, easy right. one a good one you should start with so uh, uh icy death why don't you tell us a little bit of what you're going to really need you know the basics right down to the bone what you're going to need to look at uh killing genbu uh a tank a healer and a dd there you go. That's it. And a lot of time. <laughs> you know, uh, there's not a lot oh, you have yeah. to worry. Yeah, there's not a lot you have to worry about with him. You know, or, or I mean, if you, if you really want to go low man, you can just do it as a red mage or a black mage. I mean, most most jobs can solo it. I mean, you might want to you might want to have a stun in there for some of the gods. I mean, you know, he he casts high tier gods. Uh, you know, water god. Though, yeah, ninja slash dark is really nice for pretty much yeah. all low man. So I mean, if you have a ninja slash dark as a tank. Uh, you're that too. Mm -hmm. That too. Yep. yep. Yeah. I know one of my old link shells actually. Um, they didn't. They didn't low mana, but they actually fought Genbu with only weapons on, no armor at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny. That is hilarious. <laughs> yep. There you go. Make it a wooden katana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so why don't we take a, a step up then? How about how about Siryu? You know, Siryu's getting you know with hundred fists, it's getting a little bit more dangerous there. So. Yeah, that's that is that is dangerous, especially again if you're you know if you're using like a a ninja dark, you know, hundred fists, you tap through that uh, tap through those shadows pretty quick, mm -hmm. and then you know there's a good chance that that ninja is going to hit the ground in a couple of hits. So uh, what's what's the overall strategy there that you want to be uh, considering for Siryu? Well, pretty much the main job that you're going to need is someone that's going to be able to stop that two hour. So you're going to need yep. like a ranger to shadow bind it yep. until it's hundred fist wears off, or a red mage slash dark. And then pretty much if you have a, a you know a nin slash dark as your tank and a healer, you can take it down with three people. But I would rather you know we always did it with higher than three people so we usually did it with six or up to nine if needed just to make the fight go a little bit quicker yeah yeah because it could i mean it could take a, a little bit of time there i mean not as bad as uh you know something like uh something like the big cat that evades almost fucking everything mm -hmm. that you throw at it in yep. fact just for uh, dark knights pretty much yeah uh, speaking of these you know another another uh disadvantage to the low manning is uh in most cases if, if you go down, if you die, if you wipe, that's it. You know, there's, yeah. there's probably not going to be anybody to hold it unless you have a bard who's constantly re-raising your thief. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, pretty much when you go down, you're pretty much down. 
there's not a whole lot of recovery chances. That may have that may have you know gone back and and fallen under the category of you know some of the drawbacks to low uh-huh. Manning is once you're dead you're 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 dead. And and you'll probably be seeing that uh, a lot if you're trying to do Biako. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah. Claw I recommend the full nine for Biako. Yeah. Yeah, by, with the evasion, the claw mm-hmm. cyclone, the god, it's, it, it's nasty. Gets pretty nasty. Yeah. So, all right, we did obviously talk about Suzaku. Um, so, uh, so why don't we talk about uh, the big kitty? Pretty much a paladin slash ninja. You're probably going to want them because he eats through shadows with that triple attack. Yeah, so you're going to want someone with high defense. Oh, yeah. Um, someone with a DD job that's going to have sub thief to put hate onto the paladin. All right, and if you can manage, have two paladins. Yeah, definitely have backup tanks because if you get, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when I first came to uh, Bayako as a black mage, you know, I, I was told don't try to stun the Diagas because you can't. Yeah, if you see a Diaga, wait for it to go off and then use your stun to give the tanks a chance to get shadows back exactly. up. Because that's exactly you it. You don't yeah. want to take a Diaga and then a claw cyclone. Oh no, no, that would that would uh, not uh, that would not be fun at all. Um, so, uh, so now what about Kieran? I mean, uh, you know, when, I don't know, when I first started fighting Kieran, the basic strategy was you kite him till he, uh, you know, pops, uh, pops the gods, fight the gods, kill the gods, and then you continue to kite him as your DDs follow behind your black mages nuke and your Old tanks, school. yeah, your tanks run in fear of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, uh, that, that great big manticore. So, um, I mean, I assume that, that, you know, the strategy is very much the same. It's very much a kite fight. You know, you've, you've already fought the, uh, the, the four lesser gods, you know what to expect, uh, already with uh with the four summons that uh, that Kieran does. So, when you get to actually fighting Kieran, is there much of a strategy that changes or is it still just that big, you know, run, you know, run and gun kite fight sort of thing? At at first it's the same. Um after you kill the minis, after you say say we take four guys or or we'll we'll say six guys for Kieran, right? So, you're going to probably want two ninja/darks. Okay? And then the then you're going to want a red mage slash dark uh for chain spell stun and then you're going to want a ranger as well okay and that that'll cover your dds and then if you got some black mages you know that that helps as well but uh pretty much you're going to cut them at first let them pop out as minis take down the minis you know uh adjust to their two hours any way you can uh with whatever jobs that you have and then uh pretty much the two nin slash dark can straight tank kieran yeah so after the kite so the kite becomes over you know you, you just straight mm-hmm. tank them after the the initial kiting okay so it, it's difficult it is at first but i mean it's doable it seems like a pretty risky gamble for all of those uh for all of those seals to be uh you know to be putting in uh, uh you know to be putting up for a gamble like that um so you know uh, uh that's i mean that's definitely you know, definitely one strategy to do it, um, and uh, and again, you know, the kite fight strategy. That's another way. Well, yeah, it, it definitely gets real scary because you know you would think you know right off the bat that Dude, you know, I died so many times to Kieran, like so <laughs> many times. If uh, you know, because let's say you just got done beating each of the gods, you yeah. know, and obviously the only three of the four you know should give you any worry but uh you know especially with Bayako, you know, you you said I would go in there with with the nine, you know, don't yeah, try oh, to yeah. do it with three. So if you can get him down with nine, now granted, you know, the minis are less powerful, 
but you can't put all nine against them because you're going to need at least one tank and a healer kiting Karen. Yep. So now you're down to seven people, and you know, God help you if uh, if you're if you're still fighting one when another one pops. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, may right. that may be bad news, um, and especially you know with trying to low man it, the the, the time management uh, may become a a bigger factor in the in a Kieran fight than uh, it normally would. Um, yeah. So definitely something to uh, to keep in mind. Does Kieran rage at all? Does he ever rage? I don't think so. I don't think uh, so. Either. I don't think so. Okay, just checking. He doesn't vanish either. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Poof. Uh, <laughs> so so how about uh, heading down to sea you know we cover sky there um and uh, and of course i mean that's not even speaking to any of the demigods those i think are pretty much made for low manning i mean you know stuff like faust and despot that stuff Lol. that stuff is is easy i mean you know that i don't think that's even worth trying to explain that's how geared yeah. towards a low man group that yeah. is yeah the, uh, the the only way you wouldn't be able to do it is if you have the jobs to solo and you should to eventually get to your end feet but you don't want to for whatever reason <laughs> uh so all right all right so uh from uh from sky going down to uh to sea oh uh, i think the first ones we should look at should definitely be the x's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, we could start with X Monk, which obviously you know you guys said you haven't uh, yet successfully done. What setup have you tried? Like, 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 what's your 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 main strat that you're looking at right now? We tried mana burning them. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Which was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he sucks. But uh, <laughs> what we had was we had uh, three black or a red mage, two black mages, and a ranger. And the ranger would pull the monk and just sack. You know, just to try to get rid of the minis, mm-hmm. and he fit. I mean, somehow we screwed it up every time, and the minis would kill us. So, ouch. Yeah. So I mean, and then eventually, you know, some of those guys quit and stuff. So I ended up not doing C anymore. No. But, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, if uh, just off the top of my head, if I were to look at this too, um, usually when we do it, you know, obviously we don't have nine people. You know, we usually have probably about you know twelve to you know a full alliance, but uh, that's bleeped out, right? Yeah. All right. Good. Um, he, he's usually Paladin Ninja, you know, kites the main one all by himself around the room because you're looking at that that square room right there. Now, uh, the hard the hardest part about this fight, but but perhaps you know in this case could be a godsend, is I believe that the uh, the Graws that pop with him have some type of shared hate mechanic with the main X. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I believe so. I think I've seen Ixmonk die. Get, I've got there <laughs> in time yeah. to see it die. I think that's that's about as far as that goes. So, so um, when it comes to obviously, you have to kill the first two Graws before you can you know start taking out the Ixmonk. So uh, you would be looking at obviously the Paladin Ninja to kite, and then maybe two other tank-ish jobs. So you know maybe you could look at Samurais uh, tanking the Graws as you as you know the rest of the DDs are helping out with it. Uh, you're looking at probably I'd say. Uh, three healers, three tanks, and then, you know, three DDs who can serve multiple roles. And especially if you're having Samurai's help with tanking the Graws when they're not locked on, whoever has the hate of the main NM, mm-hmm. you know, you also have DDs in them, too. So, really, your your main priority should be kiting the main NN, NM and then trying to knock off the Graws one by one. Yeah. And then at that point, it just becomes like, you know, that fight, you know, usually does chasing that bastard around. And and, and actually, here's the thing, too. The first time I fought X-Monks was actually with... um was with strife oh okay yeah and i think we actually only had we had very few people in fact i think the entire time at the time i think there, there were there were not that many people mm-hmm. that even had c unlocked yet right and, and in fact well we took up the Graws, you know just fine you know with, with uh with melees and whatnot and then once we got to the point where it was just the uh 
the Ix monks, I don't think the melees did anything, and it was just, like, I think we had one black mage and two red mages just dot nuked it, and that, yeah. that fight actually, the very I, can, I remember the very first time I fought that, it just seemed so easy and ridiculous, I'm like, that was it? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I would look at a paladin ninja to kite Ix monk, uh, maybe two samurais, you know, with a healer for each of them, red mages, two red mages to help them out while you're taking out the Graws, and you can have four other DDs of whatever, uh, whatever, whatever nature you want, you know, could be black mages, could be rangers, because of the obviously you know the ranged, and then once you just have the X monk, you know you have your two red mages that were healing the uh, samurais for you know dots and nukes. Maybe you have a black mage and a ranger in there too, and that's the strategy that I would tackle it with. Absolutely, that sounds uh, that sounds pretty solid. So, what about some of the other Xs? What about the ones that do actually pop uh, with Ynavs? The one that does pop with Ynavs is that which one is that? Um, is it dark or is that no dragoon no. pops with the ynev? Yeah, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, it? Ix dark, I think, would sounds like it would be the easiest. You know, that's you, you just wait for it to pop and it pops by itself, doesn't it? No, it pops with two no. other smaller. No, X's. that's is that that's the one where you have to kill a million errands until you finally get a message, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that pops with two other errands. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, the sheer animosity. That's the one you can <laughs> sack pull and not yep. get the ads. Yeah, so that would yep. actually probably be a really easy one to uh, to low man. You know, I actually took him down as a low man, and he re-raised, I think, 50-sometimes. Oh! Fit. Yeah, so that that's really a battle of attrition right there. You know? Yeah, that's, uh, that's just, you know, uh, tenacity, you know. Just... Send a thief into sack, pull him, you got just him, and then just, you know, go with him until he dies. Yeah, we did it with four people, two mm-hmm. black mages, a red mage, and a ranger, so. Mm-hmm. Did you do the zoning thing, or did you actually keep no, them in the we same? kited them, yeah. Oh, we just nice. All the black mages and the red mages That's and the impressive. ranger kited them around and stuff. So. Okay, so so Ixdark, not really that big a deal, you know, right. he's a low man. Uh, what about Ixdragoon? Have you, have you successfully taken him down with low man? I've actually never tried. All never tried right. Dragoon, because he drops a cape that gives summoning magic, and I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> we've been trounced by him a few times. Oh my god! Yeah, but that uh, don't ever send Jess to pull the wine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then really, and, and in fact, I'm pretty sure that's that's going to be your biggest obstacle to overcome is just a successful pull. If you can get someone who is you know really good at you know pulling the ads and just zoning them back and forth, then again, he should be another really easy one to low man. I mean, if you have nine people, you should have no problem at all, and you might even be able to get him down with even less than that. Some people in the Starbreaker chats are saying that a lot of the X's are easy to solo. Soloable. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, How long does a solo fight on those last, though? That's, I mean, that's got to be a long fight. Ed, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. bet. Especially, especially with the uh, the ability to consistently re-raise over and over and over oh, again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't even know. I, I don't think that there's even a cap on that as to how many times they can re-raise. I think that they can just keep going as long as they want to until they they decide yeah, that I think they're you're done. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, uh, so there's. Uh, I mean, uh, how about some of the jailers? Do you think that? Uh, I mean, there there might be a few of them, maybe. Maybe. Um. Well, let's see. Uh, the the Zomit one. I think that's the Jailer of Justice. I think that one would be pretty much impossible because that's where you, you usually have a a black mage party outside of it uh, right. nuking down the ads as they popped out. So that yeah. one I would probably say is. Nah. I'd say I don't think you could low man. Well, actually, hold on. Maybe. Well, if you had, if, it only you, takes about three or four August to kill the sets of ads. So yeah, if you so had a few black mages and have, then let's say three a black small mages. DD party maybe uh-huh. with a tank. Well, uh, the problem is how much would the charm screw you up? Because oh, usually you have to have right. two tanks in case one of them get charmed. So between two tanks and three black mages, uh, that's already five. Two healers maybe. Uh, maybe you could do it. Maybe. Do you have a couple people that can kite. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so when people get charmed and stuff, you, if you have the ability to kite them, it's, you know. It's possible. It's okay. possible. Yeah, definitely. Um, Satabi so from, uh, from our Starbreaker chat says uh, he's done uh, Jailer of Fortitude on Corsair. Yeah. Which uh, one's Fort? I was going to talk about Is that. Is that the, the flower? No. Wait. Which one? I don't know. I don't, I don't spend time doing C. Somebody tell me. Or is that the um, it's tall? The, it's the, the Hume tall. looking thing? Is it? Oh, it's the one that runs around with the Gras and it. Yeah, it's like, the Hume looking guy. I thought that was Ix Monk. No. 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 no, no, no. It's made out of Gras. Like Gras, like blocks, oh, and he runs around. And, and it's has, a guy. He has two Why ads? didn't anyone stop me? Because that whole strat that I gave earlier, I was thinking of Fortitude. You idiot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice job. Lol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fortitude is like. Corsairs can, if you have movement speed, Corsair can take them down. So how, did, how did how did no one no? The only one I ever fight is Xtark. I don't know. <laughs> no one realized that I was talking about Fort, for Jailer Fortitude that whole time. <laughs> they were in the Starbreaker chat, I think. Wow! I shouldn't have had shouldn't have had your back to the laptop there, buddy. You, get, you guys are sitting here too. You're all you all fail. You all here. fail along with me. <laughs> here, Angelina said, "There's no Gras, only urns." Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that I think about it, I've only fought Ix Monk once and we wiped. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Good He's job. a pain. Uh, so. Scratch that. <laughs> How can I even edit that? I don't think I can. <laughs> Leave it. Leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just put an interrupt in the show where, where you're like, all right, before any of you listen to this and start getting up in arms, we realize our mistake later in the episode, so just enjoy it and laugh. <laughs> uh, so that whole strategy for X monk go back and replace that with Jailer of Fortitude. And you well, got I yourself th- I still a think that strategy you're talking about would still work for that. Really? You think that that yeah. would work for X monk I was, I was looking at it, and he pops those the jobs that he mentioned He pops with two ads, work. right? Yeah. Yeah, and then I, because I'm, I, all right, yeah, so usually you have to pop him in the room that he pops in, he can link with all the other errands in there, right? Uh, I don't remember. Because I think that's one of the big, <laughs> big problems with him is that he, since he can pop with those links in there, uh, or with those errands in there, you usually have someone kite him and those links back to the, uh, to a, a circular room, whoever, you know, grabbed him, you know, they die and, and sack everything, and then you have him in that circular room, and it's a lot easier, easier to deal with. Right. Um, it's uh, Angelina says it depends on how many organs you use. Uh, one organ is solo. Two organs adds right. two, and three organs adds two. So or, if you're I'm low sorry, manning, two organs must add one, and then three organs must add two. So if you're low manning, then you're probably going to want to pop him just by himself. Yes, that is the idea. And I think, I think, I think if you pop him with more, there's a greater chance he drops the cape. I think so. Um, is that is that? I thought what it was is? back before the. The deeds or whatever were uh, rare X. I thought you had a better chance of getting that. Really? Or was it vice versa? I don't know. Three organs, 100% on the deed. That's right, what yep. it is. Okay. So back before it was rare X, but now they're 100% anyways, aren't they? Thank you, Angelina. Thank you. Or Cape. Or, you or no, the days are different. I don't know. I, don't I, think, I guess it's different now with the X. The X, they didn't change too much. Just the other ones. Yeah. Somebody wants to tell us. Come to the website, LimitBreakRadio.com. Tell us. We are uh, not up on our C. <laughs> no, no. I still need C. You should get C. It's fun to Almost look there, at. Though. It's fun to look at, and then for for nothing else. Yeah, I just run well, around on the water. Most of the gear sucks. No, I'm kidding. It's actually most of the gear is great, but the tor- not, the tor- not for da- not for Dark Knight. Justice Torque is amazing for Dark Knight. This is true. I'll give you that. 
All right, so uh, let's move on here. Is there any more in C? Any other any other of the jailers that you think could be uh, could be low man? I'm not sure if the uh, prudence. I think that's the goldfish one. If that can be done because because uh, it, it pops into two different one ones. Sucks. Yeah, that one sucks even with full alliances. Yeah. And What's stuff? the one that's yeah. like the big pillar? The inside jailer with the it changes between blunt. Uh, oh slicing yeah. And piercing. Oh yeah. That one I have low man actually. Okay. Well, tell us about it. Which deal are you talking um, about? The one, okay, it's it's like the little pillar thing with the eye, and it switches between being weak to piercing. Temperance. Temperance, that's it. There you now, go. Thank you, Angelina. On the ball. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, temperance, I know from personal experience, summoners are pretty good. The slashing damage does a lot. Um, you definitely need a paladin that can kite pretty well, and that is really on the ball about, and a white mage that'll be on the ball about Stona, because... When it's in, I believe, blunt form, it can uh, AOE stone everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know having a good paladin kiting, um, damage dealers of all types, I know it's harder to get blunt because you either have a monk or you have your white mage running up with a warp cudgel. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've done yeah. that, and I've seen people that have done that. And I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what you can do there. Um, samurais, I know, dominated. I've went with few summoners, few healers, a couple, and a... Uh, a tank and like three samurais and they pretty much dominated during slashing phase pups everywhere like you should use us because our puppets can do all three damage and we're like shut up you're still pups <laughs> <laughs> actually that would probably work decently well in a low man but i'm not sure i i only know about two puppet masters and none of them do any of that so they have like Corsair's 10 really other jobs that are that. better Corsair, yes, I would assume. Actually, I remember one time I was doing that one, and we had a um, a bard who was standing in the hallway, and he called it as a his little personal office. And if your ballad wore off, you just run out. He'd cast, and you'd run back out. So it was, <laughs> it was like a little drive-by song casting. It was it was pretty amusing, actually. <laughs> Come and step into my office. Okay, well, how about uh, how about the Jailer of Hope? That's the shark one. Uh, that one would probably be pretty. Difficult. Yeah, I'm thinking so too. I've only fought it one time and we wiped hard, hard, yeah. hard, 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 hard. Yeah, that one's probably pretty. Yeah, he's not too bad with a full alliance, but yeah. Right. Jailer of that. Love, low man, go. No problem. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now Faith is probably you know low, low manable. Faith, that's the one. Is that, that the UV? Is that Faith? The, the, the UV? Yeah, the flower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. well, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Jailer of Faith then? Well, I mean, rangers and corsairs, I mean, anything with a pretty much, you know, range attack where you can kite it, you could probably take it down pretty easily. But the problem, you're going to need a white mage because he likes to do break uh, and sloga. So the white mage always has to try to stay out of range of the other people that are doing range attacks slash kiting. So, like, a paladin, anyone that can range attack, so, like, a puppet master would actually be useful for this. Um, Surprise, surprise, but... (laughs) The, the, the strategies is going to change depending on what jobs you have, but you know, black mages, you know, anything that can pretty much attack it from a range, and you know, if you have a kiter and a white mage, you should be able to take them down. Interesting. That as long as you keep the spikes off, he doesn't cast spells. I haven't done any of the any of the jailers. I'm not versed in C at all. So, well, there you go. All right. So yeah. It's possible. It sounds, it sounds of, like it. I mean, definitely in theory, re- a lot of this stuff is possible. Right. I'm sure that in practice, it becomes a little bit more complicated. Yeah, it's definitely a step up from the type of uh, you know strats you're going to be seeing that, that 
that you know we talked about in Sky. So uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. But but definitely, if you can master you know low mining all of Sky, then well, and and I think it's because you know uh, uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, the you know sea gods they have such odd behaviors and odd uh, you know odd uh, damage patterns and stuff like that that uh, you know it's it's very hard to uh, to coordinate you know something like uh, you know switching from you know slashing damage to blunt damage to you know whatever so um, you know stuff like that characteristics like that are what makes uh, low manning uh, stuff in C pretty pretty difficult mm-hmm. um, but I mean there is stuff in C that you can do with a very very uh, small party that uh, that's effective like uh, organ farming that's always good you know you need organs to pop uh, you know to pop the uh, the first tier of jailers um, so uh, you know definitely stuff to keep in mind uh, you know too um, also down in C you've got Limbus and we talked a little bit about uh, low manning Limbus earlier but uh, another thing that you can do and I only briefly talked about this is if you don't think that you have the numbers or the organization to take down something like Omega uh, you can always go in there and just farm coins and farm AF plus one items yeah. that's always a great yeah. viable option and you don't need very many people for that at all mm-hmm. which is definitely heard that's of uh, yeah uh, a lot more obviously black mages you know there, there there's a lot of ones that they can solo yeah. just by themselves so if you have a group of say you know four or five you know someone who has black mage and then just fill the others with you know your your normal necessary roles tanks again if you use samurais and you have a tank and a dd obviously healers you know red mages a white mage for cure skin you know just fill the necessary roles and you should be able to do any of the apollyon and temenos wings yeah oh yeah easily Easily. You might not. You, well, not any easily. You might not actually be looking at like full clear type stuff, but you know, finishing it obviously yeah. is. Well, uh, we full cleared all four of them for the Omega pops with only four people. So. Oh well, good. Oh, wow. That's that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it always came down like you had one minute left. You know what I mean? So it always came down to the wire, but, you know, we were successful at it. So yep. we're pretty excited about that. And obviously, you know, we talked about uh, Omega earlier. Ultima, uh, I don't think, I don't know, Low Manning Ultima, that's... that's, that, that's, I mean, that's with something like story. Citadel Buster, I mean, that just seems... Where, where you, people, where in most cases you're going to die. Yeah. Um, we actually, yeah. we did Ultima the other day, and uh, one of our paladins, Lucella, got hit by a Citadel Buster. I'm pretty, pretty sure she was fully buffed. But she only she only got busted down to like seven hundred HP. Wow, wow, that's pretty impressive. Whereas you know, like Ring just died. Um, but but yeah, I think I think there would definitely be more challenges with low manning Ultima than Omega, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Have you guys ever tried? Try <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe maybe not the best idea. Yeah, I mean, eventually we probably will try, but I'm not looking forward to it. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, uh, that's most of the you know event sort of stuff down in C. Uh, what about uh, what about treasures stuff? ZNMs. Well, why don't we look at H and M's first? Okay, we'll look right. at H and M's. Yeah, we'll go yeah, back. Um, now, obviously, I think a lot of people have obviously heard of these being you know low man. Before. Oh yeah, there's tons of videos out there. Just search YouTube, man. Mm-hmm. They're they're out there. I, I oh, yeah. I've heard of like you know behemoth being done with you know three four king behemoth too being done with three four people and and really I don't think it's that hard to visualize either because all you really have to do is take Nizul tactics for example I mean now granted they are extremely scaled down yes um, and they don't have their signature moves either obviously like you know uh, behemoth except if you're doing a uh, floor 100 right but those aren't uh, uh, Z- yeah 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 those that's aren't true. Zillard that's H-Men, true yeah yeah but, yeah um, so really at this point you're just looking at knowing 
what you're fighting, you know, and being prepared for each one. And right. you're just going to be in there for a long ride. Do you guys uh, have anything to say about any of the uh, H&Ms? Yeah, like Behemoth and King Behemoth. If you have two black mages, in theory, you could pretty much do it. It's not recommended. But, <laughs> you know, you, you could probably do it because the whole point is if you got plus speed and stuff and you can kite and do nukes and bounce hate around back and forth, it's going to be a really long fight, but it's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Even if in the rage timer, though, on like KB, I feel like that would be a problem. It probably would be. Um, unless, you know, you're probably going to, if you're going to do it with two black mages, you're going to have to be decked out. I mean, you're going to have right. to be able to do max damage every time you cast a spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Even when it comes to not just doing it with black mages, but because you have those rage timers, you know, uh, we mentioned earlier that, you know, gear isn't necessarily something that you need. In some cases, it might be, though, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it always helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is kind of, you know, basically, uh, we can put them under the same kind of category as, as Genbu, as, yeah. as Genbu, right? You know, it's it's going to be long. Uh, you know, it's going to be a longer fight because it's going to take a little bit of time to get that HP down because of the high defense. But, yeah, you just keep whittling away. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, Nin slashed our couple samurais and a healer, and you should be able to take them down. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually went there as a... Uh, Paladin Nin with a white mage and two DDs. I don't remember exactly what they were, but just atonement spammed it and did 750 every time. There you go. Yeah. And you probably did the most damage in the party, didn't you? I wasn't parsing it, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, of course, at Favhog, you know, uh, I mean, these people have been, these things have been out for so long. You know, your strategy is pretty simple yeah. uh, when it comes yeah. to these. Obviously, stand on the pause, do your thing, and don't die. Yeah. It might be hard for Nidhog, though. It's just tougher all around Mm -hmm. right right yeah factor is definitely doable so uh yeah i i I think the biggest challenge is in in low manning is definitely going to come from these uh these newer age uh h&ms that we're seeing out in in toa you know the uh the kings and obviously their uh znm counterparts yeah yeah those uh you know uh you've got cerberus and hydra Mm -hmm. and chimera and uh, there are various iterations within within uh, uh, ZNMs as well. So yeah, why don't we talk about uh, the the TOAU HNMs? Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, I can't really speak on obviously uh, Hydra or uh, uh, Tinnin, his counterpart. Nor can I speak on uh, the two uh, Chimera mobs. Uh, you know, Serme is really as uh, as limited as my knowledge goes, and that was that was definitely a tough fight. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really can't like usually if I look at you know, NMs, I can usually say, okay, this strategy would probably work if we did this and this and this. But with those HNMs, it's it's tough to find a, an exact strategy that would, you know, that you could be successful with. Right. Because I mean, low- yeah. And, and, and if you take Saramea, for example, you know, there's just so much you have to be prepared for because every 10% of her health, you know, she does chain spell and starts spire- firing off, uh, you know, those fire spells. And obviously, you know, past tactics would say, well, you know, get a red mage to chain spell him. But if you're low manning, you're not going to have you know nine red mages to uh exactly. to, to chain spell stun that which is where the fire resist gear comes in you know yeah. uh the i wasn't obviously that the day that i tried them we didn't down them but uh these past couple months uh ring in the group actually did manage to down ceremony with low man they had eight people uh that was with i believe ismin was on he was on paladin nin or or warrior nin i think warrior nin is what he was on or warrior sam one of the two i think it was probably nin and then they had two samurais they had a dedicated healer for each of them a bard and then I believe they had uh, an extra healer and then a summoner. And obviously, uh, Ismin and the two Samurais were decked out in as much fire resist gear as they can, along with Bar Fire, Bar Fire Carol, which basically at that point renders the uh, the chain spell spams um, 
completely useless and mm-hmm. you just you just got to keep at it and just keep going as much as you can and here's actually actually the really cool part about about it let's say you get uh Ceramea down to 50 percent, right and then you wipe if you can keep her from depopping even though she regens back to full she won't chain spell at 90 80 70 60 or 50 again she only does it one hmm. time huh yeah so if, if you you know wipe every 10 percent technically you can just keep on getting back up and keep trying her again until you'll get to the point where she's not going to do any chain spells and the only thing you're gonna have to worry about is her gates of hades that she spams the last 10 percent. you know no matter what interesting right sounds like a pretty solid strategy there yep i'm not sure how well it's it would work on uh on actual cerberus you know the uh the king i'm not sure uh. how if, if he's is he a lot worse than saramea is yes <laughs> Extremely well, uh, about fifty uh, times worse. Yeah, and and, and in fact, Vicky, I think, I'm pretty sure. Um, obviously, between me and Lol and Nero, um, you have a lot more. Uh, yeah, with ZNMs and with uh, with the TOA Kings, I'm not sure how much you know Icy Death and uh, his uh, his partner here has done with them. But why don't you talk to us a little bit more, a little bit on, you know, how you think the theories behind Low Manning would go for them? Um, it's actually been a while since I've done like the actual Cerberus or the actual a little Hydra, but um. The ZNM versions of Chimera and Tenon. Hmm. I, I mean, we always go with a whole lot of people, so it's harder for me to see exactly how a low man strategy would work. Um, Chimera seems really difficult. Always, there's a lot of AoEs, a lot of uh, like terror, and of course, uh, Fulmination is really bad. And I feel like if you don't have a lot of people dedicated to stunning, it can pretty much spam that. And if you have someone with a low stun time or someone that misses a stun and a low man if more than two or three if more than two or three people get hit you're pretty much done now what if you got a setup like something like you got your your main tank or maybe even two tanks that are paladins all right and have a magic set build mm-hmm. or whatever so you can res- resist that and then have you know a few rangers or someone that can attack from afar uh to stay out of the aoe range do you think that'd be possible then um Maybe actually, um, I know blue mages can do it pretty well too. Cannonballing from the back, if you mm-hmm. have Sada. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I've never actually been in the front lines really for this, so I can't say how hard a lot of it hits. But I, I think I did paladin once in the magic. I mean, my paladin. I'm not. I don't have the best magic defense setup, but I was getting schooled by uh, what is it, thunderstrike or one of those that it just hits with lightning damage, and I was getting half HP every time. I yeah. mean, there was another paladin, I think, uh, I don't remember if he had an Aegis or not, but he was getting hit a little bit less than me, but it was it was hard, and so our healers were always pressed for MP. It was it was pretty difficult. So if we were looking at some type of strat for um, for Tiger, which is the ZNM uh, uh, version, you're definitely probably going to be looking at uh, some type of, uh, not, not necessarily mana burn, but some type of uh, ranged burn, I guess you could call it. You know, uh, one or two tanks right up front, dedicated healers on them, and then as many uh, blue mages, rangers, or mm-hmm. summoner uh, is good too. Summoner is obviously Summoners, a really yeah. good too. So, um, in fact, you know, we don't have a voices of an ideal question for next time for ne- for sure. next episode. So, so actually, since uh, you know, obviously, uh, our experience and some of us even knowledge on um, the ZNM uh, fourth tier ZNMs and even their uh, king counterparts is very limited. So, uh, if you guys out there have any ideas or possible strats. For you know, Tinnin or Tiger or even Saramea, uh, you know, voices of Vanadil, you know, call us up. Uh, the Limit Break crew is Limit Break Radio. Limit Break Radio. Limit Break Radio on uh, Skype. Just search for that. Add, call us up, and leave us your strategy. Or if you don't have access to Voices of Vanadil, you can even send us some uh, emails at Limit Break Radio hosts at limitbreakradio.com. 
Right. Yeah, definitely. So uh, interesting stuff. ZNMs. I mean, that seems like uh, you know a particular challenge there for uh, for low manning. But you know, you said that uh, that you had done fairly well. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at least gotten gotten fairly close. And then after that, on another attempt, versus actually did successfully mm-hmm. low man all ceremony. It, uh, all it took was the addition of one healer. Um, I'd also like to add too, though, that you know, again, going on the. Uh, Were you uh, on that when they actually got the victory? Were no, you there? I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Okay. And uh, and. You know, again, you know, we talked about this earlier, and I mentioned it once that you know, a lot of times gear isn't that big of a deal, but at least in the Saramea fight, yes, it was. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yes, you definitely you're gonna need some you know top notch stuff is definitely gonna help. I mean, you know, even with you know the stuff that we had, it was you know extremely hard. You know, we had Celestria, you know, who's decked out in uh, in full salvage gear. You know, uh, I don't think that any of our you know our two Sams or or. or was decked out in their full salvage stuff, but that's only because, you know, as the melees, you have to have the fire resist stuff. Right, you know, yeah, So you yeah. kind of have to take the hits there, but definitely uh, our mages, our bard, and everything else, they, they had, you know, some of the best gear possible. There you go. So, uh, where where are we at now? Are we... Uh, is that that about wraps it up. That's, with, that's uh, yeah, it. yeah. It's, it's, it's cool how things kind of like, you know, obviously, you know, the easiest things to low man... Or that we're looking at is going to be Sky, you know, and yeah. C kind of steps up the difficulty, you know, also with Limbus two there, and then you know TOA is is the hardest, so so it's just right, it's yeah. cool how that kind of you know, but again, works in that way. but again, uh, you know, there are definitely uh, from from Square Enix themselves, there has uh, been a, a, a conscious focus to kind of uh, give content to those who want to do things in smaller parties, right? Salvage assaults, you know, these these are things that we've been pointing out, uh, you know. Since since the beginning of the episode, um, but again, you know that's that's kind of why we're not touching on them because they're more made for smaller mm-hmm. parties. So if you want, you know, obviously you want assault, uh, you know, assault directives. You want assault uh, uh, strategies. You check out the Rogues Den, all of the episodes of the Rogues Den. By the way, the last episode of the Rogues Den should be coming out here pretty soon. Sweet, the last sweet. episode for assault. Uh, just as a little side note, too, I'd like to point out that the uh, the ZNM group that uh, that. That uh, uh, Ring Three leads or that Ring Three is part of uh, the ones that took down Sermaya. Everything below Tier Four, they've successfully low man. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's other stuff that all the is, Tier One, Two, and Three. Yeah, is is pretty explanatory in and of itself. So again, you know, check out our ZNM episode. Check out our uh, our uh, Salvage episode uh, for uh, for more information on uh, each one of those events. And just keep in mind that uh, you know those events are things that can be done. You know, with uh, between. Uh, you know, five to nine people somewhere around there, you know, um, so uh, definitely, uh, definitely something to keep in mind. And I think that that does wrap up our topic for today. Uh, Icy Death and uh, also Kraya, I want to thank you guys for uh, for joining us today. Been a very fascinating inside look at the, uh, you know, low manning events in uh, Final Fantasy 11. And again, as we said, towards the beginning of the episode, as server populations start to dwindle here, this may be the way that, uh, that you might have to start looking at doing things like sky or sea as uh you know people may uh, people and link shells may start to move out of those places so uh something to keep in mind for the future of final fantasy 11 but thank you uh, uh icy death and Kreia for joining us today it's been uh, it's been really great to talk to you 
Thanks for having thanks. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. And make sure you check out their website and their podcast. That's chocobo-nights.com. Hopefully the uh, the video end of uh, of the new Chocobo Nights uh, uh, is going to be uh, coming at us pretty soon. Do you guys have uh, have uh, any kind of like tentative release date? Any idea when uh, when you might when we might see the first video here? Yeah, actually, we're doing the uh, the audio for a video that we just did, which was uh, a low man of Uli up in sky. Excellent. So, so we're we're gonna do the audio for that and uh, hopefully get that out sometime next week. Fantastic. So again, chocobo nights dot com. And again, thank you guys for joining us. Yep. Thanks a lot. All right. So uh, taking a look at some emails for today. Emails. 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 That's our new thing for when we have emails, guys. We started up on the spot. It was awesome. Reminds me of Blue's Clues. Speaking of which, I hear that you have a Blue's Clues oh, impression gosh. you'd like to do. Do it. Fine. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice. little cousins get a kick out of that nice. actually my boyfriend had his cousin believing i used to be a voice actor for blue and quit <laughs> i felt really bad so i had to tell her it was a lie it's a good thing you reminded me otherwise i certainly have been upset that i didn't get to do that on air yeah i know he'll probably listen to this didn't you also promise that she would sing a song too no That's right no yeah, you, yeah. no I'm not singing a song. You're supposed to sing your theme song. I had, there was no consent in this. I had no idea until the next day when he's like, oh, by the way. And a pen. Start writing down lyrics at the end of the show for your outro. That's what you're going to sing. No, thanks. You're letting, you're letting everyone down. Thanks for the offer, but I'll have to... Okay. You're letting no. everyone down. Everyone. Guilt trip. Starbreakers, is she letting you down? No. <laughs> Someone said yeah. No. Nobody said yeah. Nope. Yeah. And somebody else was like, "Come on, we had to, we, we had to listen to Velix sing." Save me, guys. You have to the end of the episode. Why yeah. did you make him sing? I'm so pretty. Because we had a bet that the next uh, uh, mm-hmm. entry to um, Honor Among Thieves that I put out would oh, have yeah, no yeah. spelling and no grammatical. But why errors. that song? Why the why why specifically he's from West Side Galka Story? Dancer. Uh, it just seemed okay, to fit. I make, he's I guess he's that Felix. Sense. What song would you have picked? <laughs> Officer Krupke, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the encore. <laughs> uh, well, when he's uh, on for our Nizul episode. <laughs> He, he'll do it. He's a gulk. He's very easy to coerce into things hey, that he really doesn't want it. What? <laughs> Come on. Icy death's a gulka. Vicky's over there pouting in the corner right now. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. So uh, taking a look at uh, at some emails here. This uh, first email coming from Firefox. Uh, just your friendly neighborhood Firefox here writing uh, instead of sending a hilariously drunk email. Uh, I've been away from the site for too long and just noticed that Extra Life is going on again. Where have I been? Anyways, I registered myself with Team LBR and I noticed that you, as speaking to me, uh, only have raised $24 so far. Uh, 
and uh, he also notes that uh, if he ends up raising more donations than I do, it's going to be very sad. Yes, it is. So uh, he, he suggests threatening another chocobo, baby chocobo, oh. with uh, with uh, some frying and and eating and setting of a flame. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I don't want to have to do that. I really don't. But you know, I will if I have to. Um, but uh, but you know what? He does go on to say that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, maybe people don't know that you can donate to Extra Life, and that's a very good point. Uh, you can go to Team Limit Break Radio. You can go to people's individual pages now, and you can donate. So please, please, if you're going to be sponsoring someone for Extra Life, go to their page and donate. So, uh, so you know, thank you, Firefox, uh, for pointing uh, that out. Um, so, uh, anyway, he says uh, good luck with the donations, and uh, he hopes to get a new mic before October 17th so he can join us on Ventrilo. So, looking forward to uh, see, uh, seeing uh, uh, Firefox at, uh, at Extra Life this year, or hearing from Firefox, rather, uh, from uh, uh, for Extra Life this year. Now, Extra Life is an event that you should not low man. <laughs> okay, so this uh, comes from Shoki from the Fenrir server, and he says, Hello, LBR. What are your thoughts on the Astroflow parties and if SC should continue to allow them? There's a discussion I've been following on the wiki on the ethics of Astroflow parties because someone posted a guide on how to do them, and some members want it deleted. Reading the different comments, I mostly side with those who think it is wrong, but I've been intrigued by some of the responses of those who support it. How much worse is it than being power leveled in a Dunes party, or level sinking in in QFM till TOAU areas? Is it okay to do for is it okay to do for a job you need but don't like, or that you've not that you're not going to take to endgame, like Black Mage to 18 for warp, or the mid-level White Mage for teleports, or sneak and viz? If SE says it's okay, who are we in the community to disagree with that? He also says bagpipes for the win. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I don't know. I think that this is a very interesting issue because uh, I think I think the the issue that most people who who don't side with the Astro Flow parties has is just the uh, you know the rate of gain of XP, just the the amount of XP that you're getting. But 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 here's the thing: it's not like you can just keep doing it and doing it and doing it because it requires. The two hours. That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Go to Corsair, White Gate, shout hours. for a Corsair, and you're back in the game. Yeah, yeah people do Here's that all the, the time. Um, it's actually a mention in Starbreaker chat, but it is actually against the uh, terms of service because um, they are actually holding a mob, and that's against the TOS. Um, yeah. GM actually made a comment to someone who um, was talking to them about a uh, summon burn, and the GM said it's actually against the TOS. I've also heard though that that another that people have had GMs comment on it saying that it's okay. Yeah. yeah. What I've heard is actually if if you are holding a mob that someone is trying to XP off of, then it's against the terms of service. If there is nobody waiting and ready to fight those mobs, then you're okay. Interesting. So if there's people around, then it becomes. I mean, maybe that's. I don't know. That seems like a very relativist way to deal with an issue, and it also seems to be very unclear. Like, what happens if the if the astral burn party is there first, and then another party comes along and wants to kill those those same mobs? Um, you know, then is the astral flow party you know uh, still violating the terms of service because they were there first? There's a lot of these issues that aren't necessarily black and white there's a lot of gray area to this mm-hmm. um so uh, it's a, that's a very good question i'm i'm pretty 
indifferent on it. Um, I, you know, summoner is not a job that I'll ever consider leveling, so it's not, uh, you know, it's one of those things that largely doesn't affect me, although I've never had a party that's been interfered by an Astro Flow party. Like, I've never had a had a party, uh, you know, get screwed up because of an Astro Flow party. So, um, you know, I've never been on either side of that fence to really uh, pass judgment either way. Just Mainly to- because as an Astro Flow burn party, you have to go where you know there isn't going to be a party because you need all the monsters that you can get right right yeah so they're not going to interfere with any other parties that's that is a good point i think i think a a, a good way to i mean obviously it's going to piss off uh the the astroflow side but i think a good way to even it out because i you know i think that, that doing the astroflow isn't that big a deal and even going back and and getting you know corsairs to refresh you i mean that sometimes you might get it quick sometimes you know you might not and sometimes it might take you know five or six different tries before you do but it, this could be solved, you know, simple enough if, you know, SE made it so that once, you know, you've had a Corsair two-hour used on you, you know, you can't have a, you can't be affected by the Corsair two-hour again for, you know, another half an hour, hour. I don't know. Uh, it seems like to, to make an entire mechanic to balance that issue yeah. uh, would be uh, a very, uh, you know, very precarious uh, sort of thing that you would want to approach. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's some some kind of restriction that you could put in the game. Well, to, it would just be a- like if, if how when you take Icarus Wings, you know, you get a medicated status and you can't use medication, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a good question. Uh, Vicky, do you have any uh, thoughts on uh, Astral Flow Party? I actually do, and I mean, I'm not going to say it. I mean, I've never personally done them. Personally, I don't think I'll ever do them, but that's mostly just because, like Kala was saying about the uh, the rate of XP gain, just because I'm really, really close to getting a Mads Cap, and I have leveled all 11 of these jobs <laughs> the normal way. Yeah. And I actually know a few people that have gotten a Mads Cap on solely... Astral Burn, say for like the two jobs they already wow. had, and I, I mean, know, I I'm not saying like I mean they're the ones that organized it. They got all the people together. You had to find people to pull, yeah. etc. And like I, I admire their their drive for it, but personally, right. I feel like comparing his mods cap and the one that I've still yet to get, I feel like I feel a bit cheated in a way, I guess. But that's just the personal opinion. Like, See, I'm not gonna bash people who do it. I mean, if you do it, that's cool, but I personally wouldn't. See, I, I did all my jobs the normal way, you know, and I've been playing this game for seven years, and then eventually I got a Mats cap because I've been doing everything the traditional way. I wish I would have summoned or burned it. Oh, because really? Because I tell you what, it was a pain in the ass. <laughs> I just feel the sense of pride attached to this. I have so many jobs, and I've leveled them all, and I'm almost done. Like, I have some kind of weird inward thing with myself <laughs> where I just feel very proud of myself for being the biggest nerd that I could possibly <laughs> We heard about the Astroflow burn thing and we tried it, we failed and we figured and eh, not worth it. So I've been in one, but I've also been a thief trying to farm slime oils from the jellies there and every time there would be an astral burn party they're uh, like the little top two. Aw. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So uh, I don't know. Uh, it's it's an interesting question. Se remaining silent directly about the issue, uh, except from uh, you know a couple of a couple of uh, comments here and there from uh, GM. So. Uh, I think something that's going to, you know, uh, again, going back to the kind of issue that uh, was raised with the LM17 uh, episode of Limit Breaking News, a, a greater level of transparency uh, with Square Enix and what they want from uh, from their player base. I think that that's 
something that uh, that that you know should be uh, uh, there should be a great emphasis on that and uh, you know to to have like kind of a you know a non answer like this is, uh, is you know pretty odd so mm-hmm. um next email next email it says hey LBR it's Carbine from the Odin server congratulations on your one mil gill by the way. First off, I wanted to say, great show. I just recently started listening when I discovered your new project, Aetherite Radio, and decided to also give this LBR a listen. I'm really glad I did and appreciate all the effort and time that you've put into this. Keep it up. Now, I'm emailing because I've decided I'd give you guys something to start getting the ball rolling since there has been an astounding lack of info lately coming from Eleven in terms of its future. I wanted to ask you guys what kind of endgame content you think that Wings of the Goddess will provide. I did a little research for myself, and I found something really cool. If you visit FinalFantasy11.com, FinalFantasyXI.com, yeah. yep. <laughs> and then click on one of the navigation buttons labeled Story, you will notice in the background flash different areas of the Wings of the Goddess cutscenes where we first see Kate Sith. I'm thinking this is the area that's going to be opened up to us that is the Wings of the Goddess version of Sky or Sea. What do you guys think? And of course, uh, I believe he's referring to the Walk of, Walk Echoes. of Echoes. Yeah. Now, uh, actually, uh, Carbine, uh, I don't know if you've gone to YouTube and just searched Walk of Echoes, but because that zone exists in the cutscene, that exists also in our DAT files, and there have been some very uh, you know uh, uh, inventive people that have gone out there and actually loaded up these DATs through the you know DAT loaders and gone around and explored them. Um, now, uh, over on Blue. Garter, there's a there was a considerable topic about the Walk of Echoes that kind of mapped out the area and uh, and really kind of explored uh, you know the 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 kind of spatial dimensions that we're going to be looking at. It's very much broken up, much like Limbus is, where you ha- you have different sections of like say floating islands. I think that's that's what uh, the is manifested in uh, the Walk of Echoes. Uh, but you have these uh, you know uh, several different chunks of uh of uh zone and uh it seems i i think at least uh it may be something that you have to work through much kind of like limbus um it could be it could just be a big open zone it could be i uh, you know uh we've seen big broken up zones before um uh you know riverine sites uh uh those are a really good example of you know unique navigation that you have to get around in just being a normal zone with normal mobs up um there are a couple of things there's like a a, a theater uh in there there's uh, uh you know that's big enough for like a, an HNM to fit in, um, uh, so there's a you know a lot of cool things. Plus, the design of the zone is so cool. I mean, rivers and and uh, you know waterfalls of blood. You know, you can't get much cooler than that. So yeah, creepy. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll see Elmer there dipping a bucket in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's very cool stuff. Um, Walk of Echoes. Uh, take a look for it on YouTube. There's some. Uh, some uh, dat exploration if you want to see a little bit more up close and personal. If uh, go over to Blue Garter, I I hope I hope that thread's still around. I hope that made it over from uh, the conversion from their last uh, you know forum. So uh, you know uh, definitely uh, definitely check that out and uh, you know take a look at some of the spatial dimensions and maybe you I don't know maybe you can see something that I didn't. But uh, it looks I mean just the zone design itself is is something to look forward to. You know I think it's going it to be a very cool zone. World from Mortal Kombat. A little bit, a little bit. I also remember a. Um, it was an interview. I don't remember which community said it was on, where they asked uh, SE about Wings of the Goddess content, and I remember something about 
someone asked if there was going to be a PW slash AV version in Wings of the Goddess, and they said they were planning on it. So that's awesome. <laughs> so that's something I'm actually kind of interested in. Then. Absolute yeah. pandemonium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see about that. It just feels like the content's coming very slowly. Very, very slowly. Come on, Square Enix. Ah. Absolute pandemonium is a is a Mandragora model. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's the crystal. It's the crystal from the end of ACP. Ugh. <laughs> uh, oh God. Has there ever been any more disappointing final boss ever? No. Don't think so. <laughs> Necron. Which? Final, final Fantasy IX. Necron. He popped out out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, look. Here's the final boss. What? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I never finished nine. What? I didn't. No. What? Look, I've for his. You don't have an. You don't have envy. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't talk. Four. Okay. Let me just say that the Final Fantasy IV uh, DS remake has ruined my life. Ruin. Just ruined my entire life. Why? Annie, do you have envy? Yes, I do. Icy Death, do you have envy? Yeah. Uh, Kraya, do you have envy? Uh, no, I don't have a job that uses it. Okay. Well, oh, well then that's good. an. And guess what? When I when I used to uh, be hard crazy about Sky when I was in a link show that did Sky twenty four seven, my only jobs were red mage and white mage. Yeah, and but since by then. then- I my okay my link shells I have been in yeah and you know how often we do sky like once every four months you could you could do it as a hobby <laughs> okay no 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 oh, man it. no seriously yeah seriously. I'm considering I'm, I am considering I've done sky so much that I have like zenith head you know it's like dude for I real. have like Come on. half of the martial really <laughs> I have everything except for that Come on I leveled when I leveled dragoon it was way after I left the sky scene well in the past so. And I mean, I've tried. I had a friend's link shell who, who uh, was doing Sky, and he said I could buy it for like an extreme discount. And every time I was there, it just wouldn't drop. Sounds like you it's need like some four THK. different times. Now let me explain to you real quick why Final Fantasy IV ruined my life. the the new the the new thing that they, that they added in there where you can uh, have different characters jobs abil- job abilities depending on how many you gave. I hate that thing. I hate that system. I've missed out on on so many different freaking augments from that. And you know what? Screw it. I for, I Final Fantasy IV. Aww. Next email. <laughs> Hello, hosts of Limit Break Radio. First, congrats on three years of podcasting. Sorry to hear you couldn't get anyone for the call-in special. I am fairly new to the game and the, and the site, so I really don't know how to apply for specials or if you are interested in interviewing a noob, but I would love to be on your show via Skype if possible. Hope you guys keep running for a long time to come. Again, congrats in the three years. Your fan skips. Well, hopefully, once we get uh, notice of this next Final Fantasy XI update, uh, we're going to try to uh, do the call-in thing that maybe uh, maybe like a combination of the call-in special in the first episode of Voices of Vana Deal. I'm not sure how that whole thing is going to end up playing out, but, uh, but we're going to try to do it again and uh, you know, stay tuned uh, to the front page of Limit Break Radio for uh, more information. Yep, there you go. Word up. Yes. <laughs> Next email. Dear LBR, I've listened to your LM17 episode several times now. It's one of my favorite, as you had assembled a great panel of guests and fostered a terrific discussion on the game's problems and potentials. I remembered one part in regards to the salvage glitch discussion where you talked about how it had, how long it had taken for SE to address it and whether more could have been done by the community so that SE knew about it sooner. Also, should forum leaders be trying to keep advantageous glitches quiet to prevent widespread abuse, or should we shout from the rooftops to make sure that SE is aware? 
Anyways, I heard yesterday from an LS member that there is a Fields of Valor glitch that if you leave the book open and don't select anything, your party can chain mobs. He was on chain 40 in QFIM when he told us about it. He also said that since it's a coding error, it's SE's error and SE's fault, so there's nothing wrong with it. Myself and a few others reminded him that the salvage duping was also a coding problem and people got banned for that, so he would be wise to leave it alone. I haven't tested this myself to confirm it, although I am also hesitant to test something like that for fear of getting banned myself. While I don't see this as game-breaking like the salvage duping, it is cheating, and I know that if I had a party getting chained 40 out in Kufim, I would be highly suspicious. What are your thoughts about this, and have you heard something about this already? Maybe I'm overreacting and it's not a glitch after all. Regards, Anon, from the... Yaimos server. The Anon... Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, So, uh, very interesting question there. I had not heard about this glitch. Me either. Um, This, again, goes, you know, this is a little bit of a a, a hearkening back to, uh, you know, what we were talking about with the the, uh, astral flow parties. But, um, you know, this is a glitch. This is not. This is. I mean, I'd like. I don't to, think astral flow parties are a glitch. Correct. It may be. It may be. You know, just maybe a, a slight abuse of the system or or the level sync system. I, I have a this great is, way. This is a glitch. I have a great way to to explain this. Or all right, because because his friend said it's a coding error, so it's SE's fault. It's not his fault, right? Well, first well, of all... I would like to point out that in Family Guy, uh, one of the very earlier episodes, Peter lost his job and went on welfare, and there was an error in the welfare check. I actually think that this was the first episode. Yeah, the very where, first where he got $150,000 a week. Was that his fault? No. Someone at the welfare office made the error, so he just took the money that they gave him and did with it what he wanted. What happened to Peter? I'm pretty sure that he almost got thrown in prison for two years had it not been for Stewie's mind control machine. <laughs> okay? So, no. Yeah, if you if you abuse someone else's error, then you're just as much at, at fault as they are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I totally agree. And this, again, this is a glitch. Um, from what is described in this email, that's a, that, that yeah. is a coding error. Because it's don't a glitch. You, don't you agree when you hit... Every time you log into the game, that if you find a glitch, you will not abuse it. You will report it. Yep. And so maybe it's a coding error. Yeah, sure. But it, now it's your job since you've discovered it to report it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. And and going back to an earlier part of his uh, of this email, should community leaders be quiet about the glitches? Should they talk about them? Should they yell them from the rooftops? Yeah, yell them from the rooftops. Let Square Enix know. Go through the official channels. Uh, I mean, we're telling you right now, Square Enix, if you don't know about this, there's something wrong with Fields of Valor. You might want to go take a look at it. There you go. There it is. Thanks, Rob. (laughs) And Matt. (laughs) Oh, geez. All right. So uh, that, that wraps up that email. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, you know, uh, is is that person responsible for exploiting that glitch? Absolutely. Should they yep. be held responsible for it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fact, if you're listening to this episode, send a tell, you know, get a GM, tell them about it. Send letters to Square Enix. Get this thing wrapped up. Yeah, come on. We for don't want to see any of you guys banned because of a simple thing like yeah, this. Yeah, for real. We don't like, want to have another LM17 episode. Yeah, come on. That I mean really that's that's something that I mean and and I have to say that there have been there have been a couple of points 
Um, you know, there was this uh, there was this gardening thing a little bit back where Square Enix was banning people, and and you know, people were saying that oh, I was you know just doing gardening normally like I always do. This is the, you know this I wasn't trying to subvert the system. A lot of the stuff that they're doing now, they're trying to prevent RMT. They're they're these are RMT countermeasures. Some uh, you know normal players are kind of getting caught up in the mess. Here's a glitch, man. You know, uh, uh, you guys know about it. Don't do it. If you use it, you know what the consequence is going to be. You know. You know. They they went through a year's worth of logs to find the people who were responsible, you know, who, who took part in the salvage dupings. They, a year full of logs. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? How much text? I, I know. Hang on. How much text? How much text scrolls by your screen in just the matter of killing one mob? Okay, a year's worth of that text. A year's worth. They went through. They'll find you. I guarantee they will find you. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Are you okay? Yeah, I am okay. You got pretty intense there for a second. It's a, a lot of text, though. <laughs> I really don't want to do it. <laughs> don't make them do the work. Don't don't make Square Enix do the work. They don't need to do that. Then what are we paying for? Uh, yeah, okay. They have to go and do that. Then our two summons that they owe us is going to be even you even know, further later. behind. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, did you guys did you guys notice that when the uh, when the salvage dupe bannings happened, it pushed our update back by at least a good month, a half month, something like that. Yep. Yeah, it pushed. It, it wasn't pushed Square back. Fault. It was your guys' fault. Yeah, it was your dupers' fault. Way dupers. to go, way to go, dupers. It's <laughs> <laughs> a funny sounding word. Duper. It is now. <laughs> Uh, but uh, thank you uh, for that email, Anonymous. All right, this is our last email. Yeah, it last is. Last email. It is our last email. Hello, everyone at Limit Break Radio. I am Skips, again, from the Phoenix server, and not too long ago, I happened across your site. I'll be honest, I was a bit skeptical about your podcast, as I have listened to others before and was not that impressed by them. But your show has surprised myself and many of my friends. You never cease to keep my attention and always have me LOL in every show. I love how you give advice to help new players and experienced alike, along with your own unique and, dare I say, addictive personalities. Please keep up the good work, and thanks again for this wonderful podcast. P.S. It may be a bit early, but do you have any plans to do a podcast for Final Fantasy XIV? Thank you again from your adoring fan, Skips. Aetherite Radio. Yes, Aetherite Radio over at Dorzeopedia.com. You can check those out. Two episodes already being released. The uh, third one is on the way. Checking out what's uh, going to be out at Tokyo Game Show. Uh, you know, I had uh, I had thought that there would be a lot more uh, scheduled for Tokyo Game Show than there apparently is, but we're not to the, we're not fully to the date yet. So uh, we're definitely going to be uh, keeping a close eye both on uh, what comes out of Tokyo Game Show as well as uh, the uh, the website to see if there are any significant content updates for what we can expect with Final Fantasy XIV. But yeah, Aetherite Radio, check it out on iTunes. You can also, uh, you know, just go directly to the website, orzeopedia.com. So, good stuff there. Yep. Yep. Two emails from Skips today. Go Skips. Yeah. We did Uh, not skip Skips. No, no, we did not. (laughs) That was a little lame. How about if I little lame your face with my oh. dagger? <laughs> oh please! Uh, it was that was lame. <laughs> that was lame. Starbreakers, his jokes are supposed to be what twenty percent funnier because you, they paid for. They it? are. He they they laugh. Twenty percent. They laugh. They're laughing on the inside. That's what that's what puns make you do. Puns make you go ah on the outside, but on the inside you're like wow that was real clever. Keep see t- see keep you're, telling you're chuckling because because some of the inside laughter got out. That's what it was. 
He's laughing at how hey, idiotic you, you want to see something cool. You, do you want to know what three years of podcasting with a Nero has taught me? What do you? Oh what? God, what? What are you doing? <laughs> what okay, you now doing? talk. No, no, go. That did not. What the hell? <laughs> what are you doing? Actually, it did. You did turn off her mic. Ha, I turned off your mic. That's what I did. Oh, oh. <laughs> Victory is mine. Uh, I can still hear her. That one, yeah. There, and see, yeah, because I'm sitting on. right next to him. I'm sure you can hear off his mic. Yeah, actually, you didn't, you didn't mute her. You just muted her in our headphones. Not to anyone else. Way to go. <laughs> what do I press to Three do Three more years, Carlo. Three more years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> I'm learning. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that takes care of uh, our episode for today. Uh, thanks, everyone, for uh, for tuning in and uh, taking a listen to Limit Break Radio. Thanks to our Starbreakers hanging out in our Starbreaker live chat. If you want to become a Starbreaker, and God, I know that you do, just give us five bucks. Give us five dollars, and uh, eh, maybe I'll think about making you a Starbreaker. No, if you give us five dollars, you become a Starbreaker for life. You get LBR in the raw. You get access to early episodes as soon as they're finished. And you get Starbreaker exclusives. Tom, too, dude, you just made another Vonadil Tribune's narrative. Uh, this mm-hmm. one about Titan, and uh, hopefully we'll be seeing more of those. I love those, by the way. Definitely, I love. I, uh, I, I love, finally love, fixed love, my love mic, so uh, next one is going to be Leviathan. Yep, and yeah. uh, and once we get through all of those avatars, uh, after uh, after a few months with giving them, you know, letting the the Starbreakers hear them, we might, uh, we may, we're considering. Depending on how good you guys are, if you can raise, yeah, I don't know if if they can if they can you know give us uh, raise raise some money for Fan Fest if they could raise some money for Extra Life maybe we'll consider putting all of them into uh, into one episode and releasing it under Limit Break Theater so you can get the history maybe. of all the avatars maybe maybe you guys got to do something for us first maybe maybe, maybe. <laughs> say maybe. There you go. <laughs> she, she's learning. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, uh, in uh, in our uh, you know upcoming episodes, we'll hear more from Sale. We'll hear more from Gamer. You're back in the game. Hello, finally. Gamer. Yeah, I did. I just recently came back. Yeah, you did. You yep. did. Got me a kick-ass Fey weapon my first night back. Nice. What 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 were the stats on it? Uh, damage plus four. Or was it five? No, damage plus five, accuracy plus nine, and stun plus eleven. We augmented up my werewolf belt. Whoa. Agility plus two. I got ranged attacks plus four. I'm way too I much of a chicken to augment anything. <laughs> You're what? I, which breastplate? Holy breastplate. Oh. The uh, the level 40 white mage armor that only has 45 defense. It gave me strength plus one and vitality plus two. Oh, so oh. I have a tanking piece. I'm pretty sure I mentioned, I mentioned on a previous show how... Uh, had gotten plus six int on his waistcoat, plus two strength on his dust gloves, and then plus five accuracy on a uh, on an ammament mantle. Why? Right? Why him? I, Why him no, of all I, people? I, I, I lied. It wasn't plus five accuracy on an ammament mantle. It was plus six accuracy on a forager's mantle, which is like Guess twenty what? times better. Yeah. This I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> the only thing I've ever augmented was back when you couldn't augment over level fifty, and I augmented a beetle earring plus one and got plus two to light resistance. Cha-ching. I augmented my habit. I got plus one to resist paralyze. Nice, awesome. <laughs> Woot. Gonna be wearing that next time you fight Bayako. God damn right I am. 
Oh, I just got a text from uh, Surin from Remora. Uh, Kel is Gimp. Oh! I just had to show say me. that on air. Come on. No, no, let's show me. Come on, show me. Right there, say Kalo is Gimp on air. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that says say Kalo is awesome. No. <laughs> See, she's just G- mad. She's, G-I-M-P she, does she's not just, spell awesome. Oh, you can spell. Oh, yeah. Who'd have thunk? I can't speak, though. It's pronounced think, noob. Uh, Surin loves me. Really? He does. You're done. You're done. I'm gonna. I'm, I am gonna actually mute you. Better yet, I'm gonna end the show. No, you know what? Mute me. Gonna, I dare you. I'm I'm dare you. Gonna, no, gonna, I dare you. No, I dare you. I'm gonna I end the you. show so I can. So the, mute me. the Starbreakers and mute me. Mute me. <laughs> no, do it. Come on, do it. You don't have the balls to mute me. <laughs> Come on, really? You really? can do it. After really? Three years, you can do it. Really? Do it. You don't have I'm the balls you to do mute it. me. Even better, unplug the mic. <laughs> No, 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 don't do that. Don't. No. Which button is it, though? You were supposed to show me the button. Uh, I just used steel. You should put the sound effect in there. I took Vicky's mic. Where's the button, though? Which button no, is it? No. You know, you don't get to... Don't, don't do that. Don't... No. You pulled it out. Why I can't I put I, it in? I know I do. I know I did. Because it's a powered microphone. And you don't want it to blow the... Well, how come you can pull it out, but you can't put it in? Well, I wasn't technically supposed to pull it out. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> don't break the things that the Starbreakers got you. Yeah, stop it. They didn't get me that. You did. <laughs> Actually, you're right. I did own that for quite a while. She doesn't get her mic back till I get mine back. <laughs> what? That's how it works. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's right. There you go. All right, it's messed up now. Oh no, it's precious. Your precious mic is back. No, you. Oh, what you, poor baby. I feel Boo so bad hoo. for you, Kala. Boo hoo. Doesn't matter. The Starbreakers love me. <laughs> See, I knew that's what you were going to do. You wanted to just learn how to mute the mic. And now I know how. record. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up for uh, Limit Break Radio. Again, Kreia and Icy Death from Asura. Guys, I really want to thank you for joining us and talking about low manning today. It's been a great episode. Uh, uh, again, you know, fantastic way to uh, celebrate three years by, you know, bringing information that's going to be relevant in the next couple of years coming to uh, Final Fantasy XI. So, again, thanks, guys. And uh, make sure you check out their website, chocobo-nights.com, or you can uh, uh, pick up the link from uh, our website on the link section, limitbreakradio.com. And again, Kreia, Icy Death, thank you guys so much. Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Hey, can I do a shout-out? Of course you can. Like, shout-out to Kongle. Uh, you guys yeah. should know. Kongle? We know Kongle. Yeah. Kongle. Kongle. Kongle, my boy. Kongle's a noob. Kongle's my boy. He's a noob. <laughs> he is a noob. <laughs> <laughs> no, we love, we love Kongle. Shout-out oh, to yeah. Kongle. Absolutely. He was, he was the first one to find our show and everything, even before we did any advertising and stuff like that, and he posted on our forums and stuff, so I wanted to give him a big shout-out. Absolutely. How about, uh, Kreia, how about you? Any shout-outs? Um, he's really the only one. <laughs> Fair I, enough. I'd like to give a shout-out. No, you yep. can't. You can't give. I'm a shout going out. to give a shout out to uh, uh, someone that I. Well, I actually didn't meet him yet. I'm going to introduce myself next time. But someone that I saw in assault today. I want to give a shout out to Maniro <laughs> of the Odin server, uh, a black-haired female Hume dancer who's more manly than a Nero. <laughs> Maniro, I like it. Oh, Maniro, that's great. If that if that was inspired by me, I that is the greatest homage that I can possibly so, imagine. So, um, if anyone sees Maniro on Odin, you know, give them a wave, tell them they're awesome, stuff like that. <laughs> 
Oh, too funny. Vicky, how about you? You got any shout outs? Uh, shout out to Surin before she does because I like you more. Oh. That was cold. You're my boy. That was. Oh. That was cold. Go get in feet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I- I'm done here. Tom, too. You? Um, Sarai, as always, and the Heroes on Legacy, all my people in Hades. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> and my uh, friends on Odin. Fair enough. That that there you go. Here, there I'll you. give a shout out to, to my, Nikki, to my roommate Emmeline on the Remora server, and my sister Kasi. That's there Nikki. I just didn't know her in-game name. And I want to give a shout out to Suzaku. Keep blocking them and feet. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> Vicky, welcome to the show. Thank Again. you. Thank you. <laughs> We're looking forward to having you in the upcoming episodes of Limit Break Radio. Check out our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. We've got a lot to do there. We've got a lot of episodes of a lot of different shows. He says, she says, elegantly, Ed, with Limit Breaking News, Today in Vonadeel. There's been, uh, you know, it sucks that we launched Today in Vonadeel the minute that Square Enix stops releasing uh, information. So uh, look for uh, more Today in Vonadeel segments as we start hearing a little bit more uh, about, uh, you know, upcoming content releases from Square Enix. Uh, you know, we've got the Rogues Den. You've got uh, your new topic here coming up, crafting. We go crafting. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Have you picked anyone out for that yet? I haven't gotten anything. Come on, guys. You know what I'm thinking about? You what? know what I'm thinking about getting? Oh, it's probably a really bad idea. Uh-oh. Q-Tippus. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Really? I, I haven't talked to him about it. actually just popped into my You've head. You've called but... him a douchebag several times on this show. <laughs> he is. No, I ha- have I? Yeah. No. Well, you said you were just kidding afterwards, well, but you did. He teabagged Q-tis- a lot. Q-Tippus. You're cool. Give him shit. He Give does. him so he much shit. Everybody shit. Me? <laughs> but give him on air. That's 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 the point. I'll, I'll know the I'll learn the mu button by then. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. Uh, but uh, but we've also got another episode uh, coming up here pretty soon with Velux talking about uh, talking about Nizul Isle. Uh, so that's going to be uh, some fun and exciting stuff. That's coming up here uh, soon at Limit Break Radio. Donate to uh, to our uh, Starbreaker Fund. Uh, just $5 is all you need to uh, become a Starbreaker. You become a Starbreaker for life. And you get to join us on the uh, Limit Break Radio exclusive live stream and uh, the live chat for uh, all of our episodes. So uh, that's also something that you get for uh, becoming a Starbreaker. And again, all it takes is 5 bucks, man. Uh, all That's all it takes. Uh, Extra Life Coming up 2009 uh, this year at Timbuktu Cafe, extralife.sarcasticgamer.com, or you can check out our front page for more about what we're doing for it at limitbreakradio.com. So that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Limit Break Radio. I'm Nero. Keep listening. And I'm Kylo, kicking it from the back, as always. I'm Tom, too. Check out the He Says, She Says anniversary episode and send in emails. But for now, I'm going to help Vicky pick out her wardrobe for the banner. Because I'm Vicky, and I'm a bit scared. <laughs> I'm Icy, and I am all that is Galka. I'm Kreia, Mantra Samurai. And uh, make sure you check out their website, chocobo-nights.com. That's it for Limit Break Radio's 48th episode. See you later.
Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vonadeel are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The Limit Break Radio Network is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-Alike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org. Thank you.